addict. Kind of. I don't yeah. know. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. This is Bad Movies, Worst, Worst People. people. Week we're discussing 1988's Shakedown, Shakedown. directed by James Glicken- Glickenhouse. Wait, did you just say 88? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So a year before Roadhouse, I would have put this after RoboCop. 83, 84. I, I didn't do the normal like go deep dive into it because it just yeah, it is what it is. Well, this guy, this director, he does movies like this. Okay. So his most known four movies. Has he one worked which, with Steven Seagal? No. I don't think so. Huh. One of which will be on the show, uh, but he did The Exterminator, which we see a clip from in this movie. Yes, we do. Which is a nice sleazy, like, you know, Self-plug. guy, a vigilante movie. Oh, okay. And then we have, he also directed McBain, starring Christopher Walken. Oh, all it was a pleasure to work with you and for you even. <laughs> wow. I showed you guys that trailer and then I picked up the Blu-ray. I think I had it at work the other day. Yeah, we got to watch that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, maybe it'll be on the show. Maybe it won't, but it'll be awesome. Well, we're going to gonna be... watch it as people. I Based on who this show. director is, it'll probably be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, like I said, it stars Robocop, Peter yep. Weller as Richard Dalton or Roland Dalton. Sorry, Roland. Which is funny. Dalton Roland. is because, Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, Dalton is also, yeah, it's uh, Patrick Swayze's character in Roadhouse. Huh. Wade Garrett is Sam Elliott's character in Roadhouse. So he just likes working with Daltons. Yeah. Apparently. He, he, he heard that name. He's like, Dal- Dalton? That's a great name. Actually, write Roadhouse came after yeah. this, too. On every so. script I ever do, write that down. He did this, and then they were like, you want to do this movie, Roadhouse? He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, well, Patrick Swayze's playing Dalton, and he's like, I'm Dalton. in. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Well, Shakedown was so successful, I might as well do Roadhouse. <laughs> was it? No. <laughs> was it? It made money. I had never heard of this movie. Neither neither had I. I literally purchased this movie blind based 100% on who is in it and the cover of the DVD or the Blu-ray. And Which that scene is not in. It is kind of. Mm. They, they ride a motorcycle together. No. Yes. Yeah, they do. The one that he steals from the dude when he falls off the porno. Which porn we're going to get to, but that is some of the worst wig <laughs> work I've seen. That was a girl. Was it really? At she least thinks on it the was Porsche, a girl. But that was a girl. Again, okay. this falls victim to should this have been in HD? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm glad. It, I'm glad that we saw it in HD because I got to see my first known mustache wig. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I know they've existed, but this. I'm looking. I'm like, there's nothing else that could be except like a, a, it's an upper lip merkin. It's, yes. it's, it's like a merkin <laughs> on your face. Ain't that a merkin? <laughs> But Peter Weller, also in RoboCop, as I mentioned. Buckaroo Banzai, Across the Eighth Dimension, which is a fucking awesome movie if you guys haven't seen it. Highly I recommended. Um, I recently did see him in uh, maybe maybe a Don't Touch That Dial, uh, Leviathan. Leviathan, yes. Rip off of, it's it's a bit Aliens, it's a bit The Thing, and it's a touch of Abyss. Yeah, that's and perfect. All that's- three of those <laughs> things do it better than And guess than it who does. directed Leviathan? Who did? George P. Cosmatos. Oh, formerly friend, on friend the of show. the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rambo two, two, three. Two and three? Two. Just two. Just two. Okay. And well, also Tombstone. 
Speaking of Tombstone, oh, right. he's the Tombstone that came back. Yeah. He's the director that came back in Tombstone. Exactly. With Sam Elliott. With Sam Elliott, who was also in a lot of things, but Roadhouse, hence the Wade Garrett, Big Lebowski, which is probably how I first knew him. Sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes the bar eats you. Exactly. Do you have to curse so much, dude? Oh, you know what else Peter Weller is in that the we just saw? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else Peter Weller was in that we just saw, you and I just saw? Uh, it was the Guillermo del Toro Cabinet of Curiosities. It was the episode directed by, speaking of, uh, Panos Cosmatos, George P. Cosmatos' son, okay. called The Viewing. Oh. It was the one with all like the comedy actors yes. who all played like reporters and shit that went to this guy's house, reporters and actors and like muckety mucks who go to this like that. weird, <laughs> like hippie cult guy's fucking dope ass like synth mansion and do a bunch of drugs. And you were then, losing me, but then synth mansion really piqued me. Dude, they do a bunch of drugs I'm and they titrating. try to like figure out what this weird alien demon skull thing is and it's it's fucking bizarre oh, but yeah. dude, it is it's, really bizarre. it's panos cosmatos all over which is like synth soaked neon drenched just Think sunken living room but entire couch size sunken like you oh i know exactly what you're talking you, about like it's level with the back of your couch mm-hmm. and you just step in and it's a sex room it's, a, it's an orgy pit peter it's weller just phenomenal doing cocaine and smoking weed and Ooh. just being Fucking weird Peter as fuck, Weller. dude. It is great. I kind of wish that I saw that movie instead of this because he's a he's to me a little bit of a bore when he's not RoboCop. Yeah, and I think that's why he works as RoboCop is because he's so stiff. Yeah, I mean, I I like him because I also I do I love you're allowed Buckaroo to like him Banzai. all you want too. <laughs> I love Buckaroo Banzai. I love Naked Lunch. Those are both movies. It's, I mean, those are two I haven't well seen, from. so maybe okay. I'm, I'm I'm well. Naked Lunch is fucking weird. It's a is that a, the Cronenberg one? Yeah, it's a Cronenberg one. I was watching it one <laughs> yeah, day. All you to say is Cronenberg. It's weird as shit, <laughs> it, and it's based on the writings of William S. Burroughs, who's one of those um, like the the beatnik fucking writer guys, like a. Uh, Who's Barfly? Oh, Bukowski. Bukowski and like uh, Timothy Leary and okay. like all those kind of that era counterculture. Yeah, where they degree. were just writing weird shit and uh-huh. doing a bunch of drugs. Uh, fucking goddamn! Why can't I think of any names right now? <laughs> Fear and Loathing. Oh, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. It's a good thing we're not doing a podcast, or else this would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's based on his writings, and but like instead of drugs in the story, this guy is like he's an exterminator. Uh huh. So instead of doing like a bunch of cocaine and stuff, they're like snorting fucking like roach killers. Yeah. Oh god! And like it's just it's this so bizarre thing. Weird. The the typewriter turns into a giant cockroach that talks to Peter Weller. Yep. It's it's awesome. But okay. it's, I was sitting here watching it one day because I had recently picked it up uh, on the Criterion Collection, and Whitney came home from work, and she just stood there for about four or five minutes watching the screen, <laughs> and she's just like, "You watch weird shit," and just left the room. I did. <laughs> it took her four minutes of process. Like, what? Hold on. What am I actually looking at? Yeah, she was contemplating divorce was, for those like, no, I was like, four minutes. I think I'm just gonna go to the beer house. <laughs> well, time to drink. I don't understand this. I'm gonna go hang out with Jack. Isn't that kind of how life is? I don't understand this, so I guess I'll drink. <laughs> oh. But anyway, this movie, Shakedown, also known as Blue Jean Cop, which was the original title. Okay. I'm so so glad it wasn't called that, though, because the explanation of the Blue Jean Cop is stupid to me. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. I mean, I heard Blue Jean Cop the first time they said it, and I thought, okay, undercover. Yeah. But Sam Elliott says it's- The people on the tape. Because he even says, are you a Blue Jean Cop or something like that? And he says, I wear Wranglers and Levi's, nothing expensive. Those are still blue jeans. 
Yeah, sir. But he's saying like if you buy like the designer jeans, they say shit, the which name now Valente Wranglers or something like they, Yeah, they say some name like brand name, and like I get it, but they should be called like the I don't know like a Louis Vuitton cop. Something <laughs> Was that like even that. in existence in the eighties? Oh, I'm sure. I think so. I'm sure. It'd be a Gucci cup. America was still anti-Europe, though. They're like, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. So it, just because of this movie, what it is, if you want to give us a rundown, we can just get to it because yeah. there's not a lot of beat-by-beat stuff. No. There's a lot of fun stuff. A crack dealer accidentally kills... Well, we'll get to that. A crack dealer accidentally kills an undercover cop. There's an investigation. Peter Weller has to defend him. All the other cops want to kill him. Sam Elliott's like the only cop who's not on the take, and it's, that's the movie. Yep, pretty much, dude. <laughs> yeah, some there's some sex here and there, some shoestings. Yeah, there's some infidelity that doesn't really need to be there. There's a girlfriend that doesn't really need to be there. Yeah, like this movie's only what 97 minutes long. I'll tell you what, she did, like she does not need to be there because now we got a mistrial in my mind. Well, and if and we we'll just get to right? that at the end, yeah, yeah, agreed. But if we just took the girlfriend and the new job and the baby, like the pregnancy the and all that stuff comes out, to nothing. We could have made this movie 88 minutes Yep, because that was literally pointless or fill it with more. And I'm, this is going to sound like I'm complaining, fill it with more of these meaningless stunts. They do. There are so many things in this movie <laughs> that are just like, so you don't cool have to do that, but pieces. I liked it. The green screen. <laughs> the, oh my God. Well, that was the worst, but the, the airplane, are we talking about, we're talking about little baby nine 11. We're talking about where they were going to yeah. drive a, yeah. a fucking Yippee private Kaye. jet into a fucking twin towers and just, just kind of like bust out a window. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, are they, are they calling it? Dude, yeah. I'm like, they're not going to do that. Well, I'm just going to mention this up top because I don't know which character this was. I only wrote it down because it's in the IMDb. There's a character named Ira at some point in the movie. Okay. Played by an actor named Rockets Red Glare. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I, I couldn't pick out who it was. I was trying to pay attention to I don't blame to, you because there are next to no names except for maybe like our main two. Do you even know the, the mulleted uh, cop's name? No. I uh, don't. I do, but only because I looked it up. Okay. Rydell. Rydell. I don't think they said it, though. I mean, they, they had to have at least once, point, but, but it's probably a group of people and they name four names. You're like, well, he's one of them shits. All right. He's like the head douchebag cop, which you can tell because of his fucking mullet. Oh, he's out there right now in America taking kids' lunch money. <laughs> that is The look of this kid is somebody who grew up taking lunch money and never stopped. He sits in a van outside schools, but it's not to kidnap kids. <laughs> it's just to grab kids' lunch money on their way into school. It's a, it's a shakedown. It's a little <laughs> shakedown junior high style. So this movie was shot on location in New York City, scummy 80s New York it's, City. It's dripping with Dude, fucking disgusting it is 80s. filthy. Giuliani's not here yet. No. Uh -uh. It's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if it's a New York City I would want to visit. It's a New York City I like to watch, though. Uh, Peter Weller does mention later when Sam Elliott's like, hey, you know how to use this gun? He's like, I'm from New York. Which now, (laughs) I thought about that because I'm like, now there's like no guns in New York. They have very weird I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of guns, but it's very strict. compared to us being in Arizona where it's like, you go to the bank and someone's carrying. (laughs) You go to the grocery store, someone's carrying. This is like, to me, this is New York- at my favorite viewing. This was the this is the New York from the movies. This is This is New York from Big. New York from Taxi Driver. Yep. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Taxi Driver, we get some Taxi Driver stuff later in this, because but is it Big, New York from a, Escape I have a from New York? Back to <laughs> kind of <laughs> <laughs> New York from Escape from New York isn't that different from New York at the time. Well, and, and you know, and you think like you see stuff in movies growing up as someone who's not from New York has never even really been to the Northeast. Nope, neither have I. Uh, I saw this stuff like this 
wasteland of New York. Like this, a lot of this grimy stuff is in like Manhattan and whatnot, where it's still grimy. But you see stuff where it's like it looks like fucking Baghdad or something, like bombed uh-huh. out buildings and shit. And it really was like that. Like in like I well, watched... isn't Manhattan like five miles wide and fourteen miles long? Yeah, it's, it's got very small. millions of people yeah. in it. It is like absurd. Well, you talk about like the Bronx and Brooklyn and stuff like that back then. Like again, it's based on stuff I've watched. But there was a show, Boz Lerman Netflix show called The Get Down. Okay, it was kind of about like the origins of hip hop and stuff, but through the eyes of this one group. It was a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. It was very Boz Lerman-y. But there's parts where they're like running through these like project buildings where literally like half the building has collapsed. There's just rubble. Things are on fire. And I'm like, well, that can't be real. But it 100 percent was it's like filming in Detroit now. Yeah, it's fucking crazy to me that like the New York City was like that. Yep. I don't know. Like the Warriors. I was always like, oh, what a cool fantasy. Nope, that's real. No, no, that's happening. It's like <laughs> Mad Max Metropolis. I mean, I don't I don't think the uh, gangs dressed like baseball clowns are real, but like the the setting of the don't Warriors. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> I want to go to New York and be assaulted by clowns, murder clowns. Or a ninja. Or a ninja. New York Made Ninja. By the Rock. That's another movie we'll be doing. He just runs up, but can you smell what the Rock is stealing? Give me your wallet, though. I mean, can you smell the rock I'm cooking? <laughs> Way better. Because, <laughs> I mean, we open up with this. Like, I'm not going to go beat by beat, but, I mean, this guy's got that silhouette. We've got, like, a little bit of that noir jazz kind of. A little bit. The night was cold. I couldn't get hotter until she walked in. She was all legs, all the way up. Like, it's kind of like that. It's a little detective-ish. And the silhouette, thank you, of this man, he is lighting up rock. Yeah, and you know that noir thing you're mentioning, I think that's part of what Whitney doesn't like about Peter Weller's performance in this. Uh-huh. He very much has like a jazzy Dames, noir right? detective talk. Yeah. But it's so forced and weird and not at it's not on all the you time. You say it's... that, but I think that's because you're not that familiar with Peter Weller. Because if you um, see Buckaroo Banzai or Naked Lunch, that's pretty much how I was going to say the only ones I've mentioned, are, I mean, Robocop, Leviathan, and uh, maybe a few more, but nothing you're talking about. I think he's very bad, uh, uh, very bad delivery. I don't think he's a great actor from what I have seen. Yeah. Um, I will eat my words when I watch Buckaroo Banzai. Like, that's not a problem. Right, and I mean, if, if he's, again, I guess the acting doesn't get any better. It's just that is Peter Weller's presence. Like, uh-huh. the way he does his delivery it's, and stuff. He's very much got that, like, Is fucking, it like the Shatner thing? I think it's of, more. Like, he's got like that. He's just got that, like, jazzy, cool guy. I think like, it's more akin to Keanu. Keanu doesn't really act. He just is who he is. Yeah. And you like that or you don't. And Plain I guess I haven't seen a lot of Peter Weller outside of the movies. Like I haven't seen a lot of interviews and stuff. But the movies where I am the most familiar with him, all the way up to and including the viewing, which I guess isn't really a movie. It's because it's part of a sh- series of shorts. But it's like 50, but you know it's like media. But either way, he always has that kind of like, you know, old like maybe he was a hippie, like kind of just like cool guy, fucking trying to be smooth talking kind of thing going on. The revolution's on. over, so he got a job as a lawyer. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I it's just kind of his delivery always, and I don't know. I, I enjoy him. But I also, the movies he's in are bonkers. The one, those yeah. few I've mentioned. Yeah. And this, he didn't want to be a lawyer. He wanted to be a tenor sax player. He wanted to be an insurance salesman or, or insurance claim that yeah, kept he the was, money well, out he was of widows. To like well, financial. Yeah. Oh, but I'm saying like his dream was to be a tenor. Which he, he has good about, reasoning for. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> it, it's it didn't come to anything, and if it did, I didn't care. Well, and I think the, I mean, we'll get through all this, but I think the reason he wants to stop being 
the defense attorney, criminal defense, and be the financial lawyer is his girlfriend uh-huh. because she doesn't like his hours and like they kind of imply these things. But like doesn't he's her never daddy around, have a law busy. firm? Well, and then daddy can get him a job as a financial lawyer, which is safer and you know more stable hours and those kinds of things. So is it? Is so it, he says he doesn't want to. He tells Susan, who by the way has been in another episode. We'll get there. That he doesn't want to do this stuff anymore, and it's good reasoning because he's like, I'm tired of. Helping these pieces of shit get uh-huh. back out onto the street, and then when I finally do get someone who's innocent, I can't help them because the evidence doesn't help me, and they still end up in jail, and they still end up fucked up because then they go to jail with all these fucking fucked up people. So he wants to get out of it and go to something that seems safer, but I think that's also projected upon him by yeah, Gail, he's his girlfriend. basically just relaying what the girlfriend. He's told he's him. tired of sending people to jail that need condoms. <laughs> dude, dude, that, talk I love about that. Being so yeah, right terrified. at the beginning, that guy's like, I have to give everybody free condoms. I don't want condoms. That big ass dude, the I want giantest condoms. prison mate you've ever seen. Um, and I think he's. Uh, they they mention his name later, Leroy. Yes, something like that. I mean, I want a condom. I'd be like, dude, my god, give me a second one. I don't know. <laughs> I I I don't know what to do here. So yeah, well, as you said, we get this guy smoking crack. This guy. Michael Jones, played by an actor named Richard Brooks, who was in a shitload of Law and Order. Uh, okay, he's, not familiar he's to me. He's in the first substitute. Um, oh. Oh, with uh, Tom Berenger. Yeah. The first one. Treat Williams Treat takes Williams over two, three, four. I was thinking of the one with um, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Smits? <laughs> Jimmy Carter? No, I didn't the do any acting. One was a Belushi. Oh, the Belushi's. <laughs> it was James Belushi. <laughs> One of one of them was a Belushi. The other one was named. One of them was a Blues Brothers. One of them was named Dirt. (laughs) James Belushi, who is in the principal. That's what it was. Ah. Same thing. Well, the principal is the is the earlier version of Substitute. Yeah, that's. I was going to say better, but I really haven't seen Principal in a decade or two, so I don't know if it is. I was going to go for James Belushi, but I don't know if I can do it off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't think it's. uh, He's not worth impersonating. He's a trash person. (laughs) But this guy was also in. like a season of Bosch, but either way, that's why probably why you recognized him, honestly. Probably because she's like, I know this dude. Yeah, you do love you some Bosch, and he's confronted by this guy who turns out to be an undercover cop and is a big old racist. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you know, he basically pulls out a gun and he's like, give me your money. This guy's sketch he from says, step one, though. I'm watching him walk out of the he shadows. Says a hard end. Oh, he. Oh, yes, he Goodbye, does. Goodbye, hard he, end. Hard end in the beginning, hard R in the end. Yes, and yeah, but he's sketched right away, walking out of the shadows. And he like holds his hands up real creepily, silhouette of him. And he's like, I only got big bills. And of course, this drug dealer's like, I got plenty of change. You don't tell him that. You don't <laughs> tell people you have a bunch of money on you. And then so they they shoot they shoot each other, but oh, the cop no. dies. As he's approaching, I noticed it immediately because it focuses on the, the boom ghetto box. blaster. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Ghetto blaster. <laughs> and he presses record. Oh, I didn't catch it. Neither I, did he. I saw I was, the ghetto blaster notes, for sure. So. Oh. And, well, I don't, and I yeah. still, yeah. It, yeah it, I it, just noticed that he hit. Like, can you turn that music off? I really hate rap. Yeah, and so he presses record instead, huh. and I was like, I wonder if that's going to come to anything. I wonder. If and that it was will. funny. So we watched the, about an hour of this movie last night when I got home from work, which was very late, and Whitney got tired and had to go to bed. So when we turned it back on, she's like, I wonder if him pushing record is going to come to anything. And three At seconds later, moment, yeah, like he pushed record. <laughs> Told ya. What, what can we call it? Reggie's Ruger. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Reggie's record. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the cops show up at the crime scene and they're like telling this fucking uh, ambulance guy, whatever, hey, take care of this guy. And he's like, that guy's obviously dead. And I didn't they know don't he want was undercover. I don't no. think any of us knew. I thought it was a racist thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was part of it too, though. I think because they're like, fuck that guy. He's black and yeah. he's a criminal. Uh-huh. This guy's a cop and he's white. Take care of him. And the guy's like, dude, that guy is clearly fucking dead. Yeah. I'm going to yes. help the guy who's still alive. And they <laughs> punch him. They punch the EMT. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. These cops don't give a shit. No, this they is probably, don't. I mean, this is, we like we all just said, we didn't spend any time in New York. This is probably 80s New York cops. It's just it's blatant. America's largest gang. Doing whatever yeah. the fuck we want to do. Yeah. Whether, and even if we caught, we're cops. We're not going to get caught. They're known for being like this. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen uh, Buddy the Elf? I mean, <laughs> they talk about how mean yuck, those, yuck, those yuck, Central yuck. Park cops are. <laughs> they have been on the naughty list for years, guys. And then we're, so now we're introduced decades. to. <laughs> decades of naughty. Now we're introduced to Peter Weller, who is making his homemade Orange Julius for breakfast. Okay, but I don't, what he pulls out a bunch of stuff like popcorn seeds and oil and seasoning. And I'm and like, milk. Yeah, I'm like, what is he doing? I guess he was just trying to pull everything out to get to no, his. No, he starts making popcorn yeah, in does. a second. Oh, okay. So he's having popcorn and Orange Julius for breakfast, but his Orange, his Julius. orange Julius is just like cream. Is it milk or is it just cream? It looked like half and half orange juice and then a slap of a coffee. Slap of coffee. A slap of coffee. I was like, is that a coffee. teaspoon? He takes the lid off and then hits the yeah. the, the, the That's co- not enough caffeine for like, the morning. Puts it just like, well, he's keeping he's trying to keep healthy by drinking <laughs> half and half an OJ. Ugh. Oh, and a, an egg. And an egg. And an egg. He a does ha- this is this is his first time having popcorn in the movie. We'll see him have popcorn again. <laughs> yes, and he's will. blaring Voodoo Child, which is great. Yeah, Purple oh, Haze. Voodoo Child. So I'd watch the trailer oh, for this. Purple Haze, wasn't it? No, Purple it was Haze. Child. Uh, it was Purple it was Haze. Purple Haze. It's I even will put money down. It was Purple 100 Haze. hundred bucks because even on the credits, it's Purple Haze. Yeah. All well, right, so I, I'd watch the trailer. Might be. I don't know. And as I'm looking, I wrote at this it, down later. I'm so. like, oh man, this this doesn't look too bad. And then the song kicks in, and I'm like, holy shit, what a needle drop. And then. Much to my dismay, this it's just bitch. him making orange juice and well, no, I, I, I'm trying to like, I wanted a better scene. Yeah, I wanted a better scene for this fucking song. Like him rolling a blunt, or killing somebody, or having Ooh. sex, or yeah. insert anything besides making the most disgusting shake in the world. <laughs> Second most disgusting shake in the world. The first one is in Stone Cold. That's true. That is disgusting. Does he drink that, or does he just give it to his lizard? Gives it to his yeah. lizard. I couldn't remember if he drank. Don't any touch of it. that dial. Yeah, she's seen it. <laughs> Stone Apparently Cold, not Brian enough. Bosworth. I don't know if I watched Lance it. Lance Henderson. Yeah, you did. We watched it together. It was that f- fucking super awesome one. William Brian Forsyth. Bosworth is the cop that's like. Uh, was on, I watching or was I sitting with you? You were watching because you talked about how much. Well, you no. Loved now the I'm movie. jealous of her because she gets to watch it all over again for the first fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I was she amazing. was telling me how much she loved it. Yeah, but, well, I watched you're gonna so love much with him that I. White people problems. <laughs> Brian Bosworth is infiltrating the biker gang, and it's in and out. No, oh, it doesn't matter. We'll get there because it's awesome. Oh yeah, I'll watch it tonight just out of boredom. And his girlfriend comes in, Gail, uh, played by someone named Blanche Baker. I looked through her IMDb because Whitney said she thought she recognized her. I don't really. She played, I think, a parent or a sister in Sixteen Candles. That's the only thing yep, I really. Yep, she recognized. was a sister in Sixteen okay. Candles. What, did she do any like Sleeping Beauty? Or she was not in Sleeping Beauty. Oh. She was the Although, cunty sister. Not her, but there are at least two people in this movie that are in Renegade. <gasps> Go on. I'm pretty sure that um, Huggy Bear, uh, uh-huh. NC. 
Was that his name in the movie? The, the, uh, the head... top top dog. Yeah, yeah. In C, the guy that kind of looks like Tony. Nikki, something like Nikki Carr, maybe. Yeah, Nikki I have it written down. Yeah, he's he's in a couple episodes. Ooh, and then... Oh, are you talking about Candyman? Yeah, the guy Knock looks, off like, Candyman? The guy looks Not, like Candyman. Yeah, he's the uh, sweet and low man. <laughs> no <laughs> sugar here, dude. That guy looks like Tony Todd, and Rydell looks like a less insane looking version of brian thompson which is the weird face the guy from uh Kickbo- um, not kickboxer but lionheart yes and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh mortal kombat yeah, two yeah or he something. plays Sha- uh, yes. Shao Kahn. Morton's, yes yes morton's bible what was the <laughs> what sorcerer movie huh oh <laughs> dr mordred dr mordred where did you get bible Sorcerers. 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 <laughs> I think they're called priests, Derek. <laughs> Whatever. But she comes in and she's like, "Isn't it a little early for heavy metal?" And I'm like, "My first thing was I was like, that's not heavy metal." And then Peter, I Weller's think everybody like, here, including Peter Weller, said, like, <laughs> "Fuck you, you dumb bitch! I ain't heavy metal." <laughs> Is it a little too early for new metal? I mean, like decade wise. <laughs> Just making a fucking me. shake, listening to corn. <laughs> that was my hey, high school. You know career. what? Healthy body, healthy mind, guys. He right? drops. He drops the vinyl needle. He starts mixing up his breakfast, and in the background, you just hear, "You know, y'all be loving this shit right here." <laughs> I pack a chainsaw. <laughs> He's just listening off. to the Mission Impossible Two song that they made, like their worst song, which is saying Oof, something. I don't know if I ever heard that. Oh God! That was. Well, when I guess Mission I had Impossible, to because I've seen it. Mission Impossible tried to do the James Bond thing, where like for a little while James Bond had people making songs. I don't think they do that anymore. No, well, and they didn't in the early early days. It was like the eighties to the nineties. They did like some band, like Garbage, did one for a James Bond movie. Oh, sure, and stuff like that. But then for Mission Impossible Two, Limp Bizkit did one, and it's the Mission Impossible theme. It's like the. This is dun, how you know dun, your franchise dun, dun, is getting dun, derailed, dun, 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 right? But then it's just Fred Durst's lyrics are literally just like. Uh, Mission I, I know y'all. No, he doesn't even say anything about being a spy or anything, which I Nothing. mean, I guess is too on the nose, but he's like something along the lines of like, I know y'all want to hate me, but hate is all I seem to see lately or something. And I'm like, who? This what? message will self destruct. <laughs> it would have been so much better. Yeah, like, lean into the fact that you're a garbage person with a backwards hat. You're I mean, in, weren't you're, they a joke to begin yeah, with? Yeah, the band was supposed to be a joke to begin with. And then. Fred Durst started taking himself seriously. Because $3 bill, y'all, is fire. I will die on that fucking mountain. Have you listened recently? No. It's not. Okay. I spent many. I spent the last 20 years saying at least $3 bill, y'all, is good. And then two, three years, so last I, few years. Uh, people yeah. listening, your homework is to listen to $3 bill, <laughs> well, y'all. last few years, I went back us. and started listening to a lot of the stuff I was listening to in high school to see if I still liked any of it. Like the early Corn albums, I still like. Deftones, I still love. Well- uh, <laughs> Before we get back on track, I'm going to give you another hill that I will die on. The very first Smash Mouth album is amazing. I Fushu Mang is ska punk. It's great. That's what I've heard, but I've never. But then they got money, and you know. Um, but like a lot of that stuff, I went back and listened to a lot of it, and I was like, I can still enjoy a lot of this. Partially nostalgia, partially some of it is pretty decent. And then I was like, oh, three dollar bill, y'all. That's the great one, right? And yeah. I put it in. I was like, good God, I could. This is sleep medicine. This will just put oh. you right to bed. It is so boring. Except, Faith is still fun. Yeah. Well, then there's also, you know, the murder song. <laughs> the angry know. song when you get very angry. And you're just oh, that's like, that's uh that's off significant other. That's significant other. Oh, which, what's chocolate starfish the hot and dog hot dog water? water? I don't know. That's the bad one. Well, the beginning of the end, I don't know. Significant other, I think, holds up more than uh, three dollar bill, y'all, and that's only like the four songs that are decent on that. We have spent more time talking about Limp Biscuit than anybody has in the last ten years. Yeah, 
All right. All right. Well, anyway, you know what's not in this movie? Can I say something really quick? What? Fred Durst today looks like my dad. <laughs> he looks like... Uh, well, oh, he embraced who's his who's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He embraced his dadness. They have a new album or a new album coming out or something. But Wes and he is did a song it. called like he might be. What the fuck's he doing? I know they he left the band, but like what the fuck's he doing? He did a song called like Dad Rock or something, and he's like it's still Fred Durst dressed like Fred Durst, but now he's wearing like all white, like he's going golfing. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He I'm not interested. Like, yeah, yeah. Count me the fuck out. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we get back to the movie and we meet Susan, uh, the, the chick's name Susan. I never got her last name. Yeah. Played She's by Patricia Charbonneau. Prosecutor. She's the assistant DA prosecutor. She was in the previous episode, Brain Dead, as Bill Pullman's wife. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't recognize her right. at all because I didn't watch that. I Vaguely recognize her. Do yourself her. a favor and watch it. Yeah. It's great. I, I own it. loved it. All right. But we'll, I, we'll send you home with it. Full Rex. I vaguely recognized her, but then when I pulled up the IMDb, I recognized her right away because her IMDb picture is her like in mountain climbing gear when she was climbing K2. Mm. Oh, It's not an okay. acting picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do meet her, though, with... Your oh, favorite man, oh, man. person. I told, I told Whitney, I was like, there's a treat in here for Jack. I oh, didn't tell God, him. he's not in this enough, but we got no. John C. McGinley. He's only credited as John McGinley. Really? Yep. I guess Opening they just credits. don't say the character's name? Um, No. No. It's Sean Phillips. I'll tell you, though, I, I did watch the credits and saw that Tom Waits was in this movie and got really excited. Same. Different Tom Waits. Until I realized it was different Tom Waits. <laughs> I was waiting for that gruff the whole time. When I saw that at the beginning, I was like, what? Tom Waits? And I was like, I think that's spelled wrong because he doesn't have the E. Yeah. I should have like, known right there. I'm looking through the IMDb and I found him and I'm like, I don't know who this dude is, but his picture is like <laughs> this little cherub face dude with like blonde Super curls. Cherub. Oh my like, God. I was like, that is not Tom Waits. So maybe the fact the, that it was. He was one of the, the, the dirty cops. One of the dirty cops. But the, maybe the fact that it was John McGinley instead of John C. McGinley is why I didn't notice it right away because yeah. I, I was treated like we're, we're at a, we're at an outdoor lunch having some yes, fucking beers uh, with on a the, pirate ship with a yep. pirate ship my god there's a They're pirate down by the ship docks. in the background this, I, the want, I want this lunch this is my lunch with John C. McGinley please <laughs> next to a fucking pirate hey, ship you know what? having some beers just fucking little blues speaking of having beers Rest in pictures, they're drinking Anchor Brewing. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, Anchor Brewing just recently pictures. closed. I mean, I guess they weren't in movies. Well, here they were, so rest yeah. in pictures. But yeah, Anchor, Anchor Brewing just went out of business. That's what they were drinking. Well, I'm glad that you said that and not like rest in pictures, John C. McGinley, and I didn't know about it. Oh, we would not maybe, tell you on the these, podcast. These, these red curls are doing it for me. This <laughs> oh big fucking Irish lad. I, oh, he's and beautiful. He, and we get a Dr. Cox whistle, too. Yeah, we do. Uh, Peter yes. Weller is talking to Susan, I think. He's not paying attention. He's doing something, and you get the, I can't do it, but the Dr. Cox, the, yeah. like. But yeah. it's it's with his teeth kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I didn't know. I was like, he really does whistle like that on Scrubs? Like, that's <laughs> That's him? just who he is. That's not a Foley? That's just who he yeah, is. No, yeah, that's just him. It is Foley. You're correct. Oh, my God. Time. I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't change it this time. <laughs> uh, it's Foley? God. Why can't God. you ever get it right? It's Foley. <laughs> Why can't you ever get it right? It's their fillet work. Oh, oh. <laughs> because the people who do sound for movies are also craft services. Is it fillet? Shio. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this is his ex, right? We didn't know that yeah. John C. McGinley's kind of watching this uh, chemistry. Tete -tete. Like, yeah, and he's like, "Ooh, some past there," and 
What Peter Weller had a great like, response to like it. All the all of it or something like that. He's yeah. Like, is there a story? Or is there a past there? A history there? And he's just like all the history. All of or it. Like, yeah, yeah. And then another one from him though that I thought was just fun uh, vernacular was John C. McGinley's like, oh yeah, no, what? Well, no, he. Sorry, RoboCop says, uh, what did she mean? See you in court. You know, and he goes, you don't, you don't know? She's the district uh, She's assistant the new- district attorney. Yeah. And Peter Weller's response is, is that straight? That's what I'm saying. His fucking jazzy talk doesn't make sense. This this one works so for me. Cool. This one works for me like because it. instead of saying like, oh, is that right? Is that straight? That's cool. That's hip. That's babe, jive. Babe, it's Bubby. okay. He says babe a lot. We didn't get to see him in his free time. When his free time, he goes to like jazz clubs. And, and he's just, playing the tenor sax. Just drinks okay. gin martinis yeah. and smokes I just cigarettes. Made the Has a little, jab right cab- little jazz cabbage in the, in the fucking alley, rolling up a little bit of the devil's lettuce. So, so that's why he talks He's all got the- a spliff, so it smells like he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know <laughs> what we used to do, man? We called them attitude adjusters. We would just take out like the first quarter of a cigarette and put a fat little bud in there and light it up waiting for a bus by the time anyone smells it you're already on to your cigarette yeah. beep beep that you work with does the same thing still oh yeah that, that's you think i learned it from you got it i don't know he's got the cigarette face different ways so he knows which he one's knows exactly which, which don't want to grab so the wrong one movie. at the wrong time <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the lucky so now john c mcginley's just about out of this movie yeah oh, i mean he's so, so, no, he he's appears there in the he court. appears in the movie two more times but he does not speak anymore no. sad for everybody yeah but they she does make a comment she's like nice to see how our judicial our judicial system at work here because they're just like trading off like well i'll do this for you if you do this for this yeah case. which is that's da, 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 da. how lawyers work. I don't think they really go out to lunch all the time, but I feel like they do. I mean, he's a Peter Weller is a real attorney, a real defense attorney. He's not a public defender. Mm-hmm. Public defenders don't have time to go to lunch with people. Public defenders just trying to get you the least amount of jail time. They're not trying to get you off. As I think it were. the most realistic public off. defender <laughs> I had to change who I was looking at. <laughs> I caught that. The most realistic public defender, I think, like portrayal recently that we've seen was might have been in like Bosch. I think it's Bosch and maybe Breaking Bad also, I think, but definitely in Bosch or not Breaking Bad, but Better Call Saul where they just like, while they're running to their next case, because they have 50 cases to 50 court you know appointments to go to that day, they're just talking to another lawyer. And they're like, okay, I'll give you this and this. You give me that. They hand some papers and they just walk away and they're just running. Side note, speaking of Breaking Bad, um, Marco Polo, Mark uh, Mark Margolis. Mark Margolis passed oh, away. Yeah, rest in pictures, there. Yeah, man. rest in pictures, buddy. Love that guy. He was great on the show. Uh, you know what? I blew my fucking mind when I was looking it up to see what else he'd been in besides like the three hundred twenty-seven g- things. Yeah, but he's in. I mean, what I know him from was he's in Darren Aronofsky's movies. He's in all of them, pretty much. Um, I know him as the landlord from Ace Ventura. Yeah, he's the landlord from Ace Ventura. around in there. He's, the, he's yes, in Pie. He's the one in uh, Requiem for a Dream that Jared Leto sells the TV to oh, and mom yeah. buys it back. But he was only in eight episodes of Breaking Bad. And, and he is, everybody knows him. And that. everybody knows him. I mean, he was in like 25 episodes of Better Call Ooh, Saul. I recently but... watched a, a bad movie uh, uh, with Keanu Reeves called Hardball, and he plays a loan shark. And you, you, you believe it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, when he says he's going to come for you if you don't pay, I, oh, I believe it. I made a post on our social medias. I was like, rest in pictures, you terrifying bastard. Yeah, right. He's fucking scary. If he was a bad person that got sent to hell, the devil is in for a shit show. <laughs> he found his right-hand man. He's going he's gonna to be putting pineapples in the devil's ass. Yeah, uh, the big one. <laughs> so, yeah, we find out that the guy that they're looking for is this guy named N.C., and that Peter Weller is saying this is self-defense, and that's kind of what this whole scene comes to. Yeah, because there is a scene with the, the the guy in question that shot the cop. He's like, dude, look, he didn't identify himself. He pulled up, and he 
he raised his gun and said, die inward, you know. So yeah. now Peter Weller's like, oh, there might be something to this. And now we're going to get to Sam Elliott's living quarters. Yes, Sam Elliott lives in a movie theater, which is awesome, by the way. I mean, I know it's supposed to make him look like destitute, but I'm like, okay, I'm kind of in on this. And I think Peter Weller implies, I don't know if they're just like jabbing each other and telling jokes or if it's real, that he does live with someone, but she's like a nightmare. So he basically just lives here to make things Uh, easier. He says, the name escapes me, but like, I'll just insert Nicole. Nicole says to go apologize for what you did. Come back and make it right, or she's gonna throw your shit out. So yeah. I mean, there is like Dude, a he keeps his shaving stuff, which I don't think he uses in the fucking electrical box uh-huh. in the bathroom <laughs> and shit. But he's sleeping through the exterminator, and there's explosions and gunfire and, and all he's this stuff. Sleeping like a bad and his watch sleeping with a beer and with a beer in his hand, and his watch is like dee 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 dee, and that wakes him up. <laughs> oh, is which his I pager love. according to the subtitle? Oh, his yeah. pager. Okay, I wouldn't have known that, but you know, well, I was yeah, eating because he makes I guess a it phone makes call. Sense. Not digital yeah. watch. It's 1988. He goes and makes a phone. He like looks at it and goes and makes a phone call. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just page, I just love dude. it. I just love it because like it's explosions and shit, and that's soothing. But those slight wakes them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you ever fallen asleep with like a TV on and someone turns it off and you're, and you're instantly like, up? It doesn't what? matter what it was on; it could have been explosions. Yeah, like I'm napping during Save It Private Ryan, <laughs> and you turn it off, and I'm up and at them. I mean, I guess Did napping during during program? Save It Private Ryan would be fine. Because you can't see what's happening. Uh huh. Because the part that would give you nightmares is what's happening on screen. Oh yeah. But soldiers crying for their moms doesn't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> when Peter Weller comes into the bathroom and like startles Sam Elliott and he pulls his gun on him, Peter Weller and with another little like smooth guy line what puts the his fuck hands is... up and he's like, babe, I'm white and I can't fight. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I guess he's like, well, 80s cop. He's going to shoot a black guy. I think he's just rhyming. Yeah. I don't know. I know he is, but I was just like, what the fuck is happening, man? Sam Elliott doesn't shoot fucking minorities. He shoots everybody. <laughs> he's a good cop. He shoots everybody. Exactly. A good yeah. cop. <laughs> I'm not racist. I shoot every border. He's basically telling him like he wants to to help him with this investigation, and we get the uh, titular line here: "Sam Elliott, do I smell another shakedown?" Oh, eleven yes. minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah. I was hoping. As I'm watching it, I'm like, should I pause it? Nah, Derek's got this. <laughs> it's early enough. He hasn't had that many beers I yet. It was thirteen minutes. <laughs> oh, thirteen minutes and thirty seconds. You're Thank right. You. Still, I'm, I mean, I'm we're talking out of the corner of my eye here. Under fifteen fucking minutes, and you're you dropping the, the name. name. Yeah. The only um, time it happens faster is the movie It. <laughs> because you can't people not say, say it. it a lot. <laughs> I kind of want to time that now. Oh, I'm sure that the word It is spoken. Which one are we going to watch, though? The made for TV or? Made for TV. Okay. Tim Curry all the way, babe. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Bubby. I love Tim Curry in that movie. I hate the rest of the I know. Movie. It's not a good one. It's the <laughs> one we grew up on, so you got some lenses on when you talk about it usually. Yeah. And that's fine to have. I've always told people, like for me, I'm like, it's supposed to be a scary movie, which movies aren't scary to me ever. I never have been. But other than like when I watched real life footage of nuclear tests, that was yeah. pretty scary. But <laughs> Home videos. Um, <laughs> but I read that book. When I was about 10 years old. Did you put it in the freezer when it got to scary parts? (laughs) All right, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) No. I read that book when I was about 10 years old, child orgy and all. And then right after it was over, I watched the movie. And I was just sitting there. like That movie ended and I was like, fuck you. Oh, they left out the, (laughs) hey mom, they left out the child orgy. They didn't have any balls. 
Mom, everybody didn't fuck that one girl. <laughs> That's I didn't book. realize that was in the book. Yeah, they, oh, all, have, yeah. they all have sex with Beverly. I mean, we're joking about it, but you, I'm really glad that no director has had the balls yet oh, to it doesn't make need to a be child movie. No, it does like, not. It's fine. It's, Reading it's it, especially whole... you said you read it at 10 years old. Yeah. That's a, it's, like, they're older than you. Yeah. So that's a whole different thing than watching it and being like, oh, God. Did, did Julie know that that was in the book? Oh, I doubt it. She, I don't think she would ever let you have read that. doesn't matter. Parents are burning I, that I, book I read, nowadays. In Texas, we, we, they're burning that book. Yes, they we are. We were at a thrift store. I think my parents were looking for Halloween costume shit or something. Yeah. They would go to, we didn't go to thrift stores often. We were at a thrift store, and the book was just sitting there, and I picked it up. I, I had just started liking Stephen King because I was already a freak. <laughs> and I picked up this book, and it was all tattered, and it, it looked like a book from a movie. That, like, if you read it, bad things are going to happen. You oh. know what I mean? Oh, man. It's like the slip cover was missing, and the covers were was all dented and shredded. I still own it. There's writing in the spine. You know? But the, the, <laughs> it was marked at like $2 or something like that. And I was like, can I have this book? It's only $2. My parents are like, whatever, dude. Because I was already reading a lot of Whatever gets you to not shit, talk so. to us. <laughs> like, my parents are like, 1,300 pages. You're going to be busy forever. They had a yeah. A week later. Also. So they're like, yes. A week later, I'm like, I'm done. Hey, Bob, is there another book in that market bed? <laughs> Can I trade this one in for a couple different books? I mean, nobody heard about libraries, but... Uh... <laughs> We've, this is when we find out what Blue Jean Cop is. We kind of discussed that already. And when they're leaving, you see oh, the... Th- second popcorn, by the way. Because he says, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll buy. Like, let's get some grub, my treat. He gets popcorn, and then he buys Sam Elliott a hot dog. Yep. Ooh, with a Mustard. Pepsi-Cola. And mustard. Because, uh, and mustard, sorry, yes. But as as Sam as Elliott's walking be. and uh, eating his hot dog and drink, I did the opposite. He's <laughs> he's eating hot dog, drinking the Pepsi. As soon as he like glugs his Pepsi and puts it down, they walk. Another guy behind them is drinking an ice cold can of Pepsi, too. Oh, so <laughs> like Pepsi's placement. like, we're going to double dip on this here. But not shoved in your face product, please. Not shoved in my face. I enjoy it because if you are walking the it's streets natural. of New York getting a, a hot dog, you're probably going to have a fucking can of Pepsi. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was 88, so you would probably have a can of Coke, and that's why Pepsi's in this movie, because uh-huh. they were like, no, no, no. But at least it's not in my face too much. Yeah. Although, was 88 new Coke? Was that when everybody gave up on Coke for a no, while? No, it, we call it crack, <laughs> Derek. It's no, in this it movie. It's, it's called new crack. Coke. It's a new it's recipe. Like, oh, my God. Have you had this new Coke? It's so fucking good. <laughs> hey, put this little pipe. You smoke it. Oh, boy. No. Um, I do want to talk about... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think they changed the recipe in the 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it does, got cracked. It doesn't even destroy your nasal cavity? You don't <laughs> get a deviated septum? It, oh, God. It's it, lightning. You do lose your taste buds, though. <laughs> uh, you might rob your grandma. There's a scene in this movie... <laughs> they didn't help her find it. Uh... There is a scene in this movie where the the fucking maintenance guy in the theater is sweeping up glass vials. Yes, and needles. Empty I vials swear and needles. It's, needles. it's oh, you see needles, yeah. yes. but they don't talk about it because yeah. that's an something. old that's the old addiction. The new addiction, because Sam Elliott says, if you want to see whatever addictions on the new street, new addiction. That's like an eighties pop band. <laughs> it was Bobby Brown. New addiction. <laughs> new addiction with Bobby Brown. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he says, he says, check, I don't even know the janitor's name, might have been Sam. He says, you check Sam's trash. Yeah. You know, he's like, fads come and go, Sam's trash is always there. Yep. Yeah, You're always the there. Vials. But on the movie, on the theater marquee, this theater apparently really likes James Glickenhaus because they're playing The Soldier and Exterminator, which are both James Glickenhaus movies. Oh, Soldier is Kurt Russell? No, no, this is a different Soldier. Oh. That's Soldier. This is The Soldier. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Is that how- <laughs> I didn't put the in front. Is that what how a buffoon. Martin Short came up with Jiminy Click? Jiminy Glick? James Glickenhaus? <laughs> Have you ever wondered what's happening with my career? <laughs> if you don't know who Jimmy Glick is, that was pretty decent. Yes, it was. <laughs> so 
Dalton is basically questioning Marks about well, so Dalton being Weller and Marks being Sam Elliott. <laughs> Weller is questioning Sam Elliott about like everything like what's a blue jean cop or what about this are you a blue jean cop who's nc what's this what's that like i'm like don't you know anything you're a prosecutor well, a defense attorney serious. sam elliott's being just as cagey where he's like you don't get you just don't get it do you you don't get a fucking <laughs> you don't need thing. to know nc like explain something dude yeah but i just i, I feel like peter weller being a dis a, a prosecuting or a defense attorney would know anything about he the new york know crime all of that. scene sure Especially NC, who is apparently like a big dude. But yeah, everybody matter. else knows him except for you. Yeah. Well, nobody's and, turned. Nobody said anything about this man. That's yeah. what maybe he's getting to. Well, because if they say his name three times. <laughs> <laughs> is this where we Bees now get the, uh, our cops in the car with, oh, they say this, this snitch's name. Dirtbag? Dirtbag. Uh, yeah. Well, first, there's a real quick thing I just want to point out. It's when uh, Weller goes to the dead cop's house. And talks to the wife. Oh, yeah. That's He's right. very slick because the way he says it is, I'm involved with the people prosecuting the man that killed your husband. I'm not the defense attorney trying to get the murderer off. I mean, technically, he didn't lie. He is involved with the people. He's doing that lawyer doublespeak. Yeah. Yes, very he slick. Is. Yeah. And that's when he finds out. Like, basically, he helps oh, her take this out the is, trash. Because Sam Elliott said, cops are dumb at hiding their money. Go visit the house. Yeah. And he, I, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and she's like, well, the garage is locked. He's he like, are the trash, cans, says, are the trash cans, the cans in the garage? Yeah. She goes, yeah, but no, they're outside. The garage is locked. Just leave it at the bottom of the stairs so he knows. Come I back, did, break into the garage. I did like when he walked in the house and just like starts looking around like he's going to find the he's money like looking on under the tables. end table. He's like, God, where is this? What? Sam Elliott said they weren't good Sam at Elliott hiding said, look cash. At the house. I'm looking yeah, I'm, for a Breaking Bad brick of cash. <laughs> I'm looking for furniture made of money. <laughs> I, yes. want, I, I want to see a pallet with $100 bills and bundles on it. And you know what he's TV hoping to see? He's hoping to see the first house that Johnny Depp has in Blow that is just rooms of shoe boxes full of cash. <laughs> That's what he's hoping to see. Oh, there it right. is. Found it. I think you're right. Yep. But yeah, then they're in the car with this like snitch character and... The only really note I took about it, because it's it's Rydell with this fucking mullet. Dude, this mullet is insane. It's it's glorious. It's like feathered back and everything, but then he's got like the- Short of, of, Ahead of the time, kind of, because they weren't really doing this. He's got the shaved uh -huh. sides, kind of like people are doing their mullets now. Oh, this guy could be like a, a professional baseball pitcher yes. with that hair today. <laughs> yes. Like, there is no doubt in my mind you could see him playing for the fucking Dodgers. <laughs> Fuck the Dodgers. It's the Jets. It's New York. Jets is football. Fuck me. It depends on where you're from. If if you're Bronx, you're you're Yankees. If you're not, if you're up in the North, Giants are from San Francisco. Uh, if we're talking baseball, if we're talking football, it's the New York Football Giants. That's the full name. Oh. Just because it. Apparently, I watch more football than baseball. But if you're a, if you're an up north New York, you go Mets. If you really look at okay. it, though. But these guys at all be Bronx and football bombers. have almost the same amount of footwork involved. Yes, <laughs> there is one two times you kick in football. Yes, there's and there's zero times you kick in baseball. Slightly but. less kicking in baseball than there is football. But then they do do the sliding, uh -huh. which is basically kicking the ca catcher out of your way. Yeah. I just always think back to Rambo three. He's like, we have football. Oh, you uh, use your feet a lot? Not really. We don't do to goat run. polo. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, I'm sure he tried to get goat polo to catch up. <laughs> it's this brand new sports taking the country by storm. He's in fucking Thailand trying to get goat polo going. They're like, why would I do that? I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this goat. Yeah, Sam Elliott's like, no goat polo in my town. You know it's not July anymore, right? <laughs> it's always my birthday. 
I am always, the birthday. There's always time for Sylvester Stallone talk. <laughs> I am July. You, you are. Yes. <laughs> I was born on the fourth. Wait, no, the sixth of July. That's why I wasn't in Ooh, that movie. We do, we do get an "I am the law" in this movie, but oh, it's not from right. him. No, it's because he's not here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what? Oh, I got it. I just wrote, I need more crack in my notes. <laughs> oh, man, I love deciphering your notes. I was like, wait, did it, I thought this movie was good. Why did I write, I need more crack? That's when they're at this like, When did club. I first get crack? <laughs> they're at this club. Oh, yeah. And the, this little chick shows up at the door, and she's asking, like, hey, I need more shit, and I don't have any more money. I, I spent oh, all my money. Oh, but this, can we, I, I don't want to backtrack much in this, but this club. We got to go through it, man. Oh, like also real quick. We did talk a little bit about the guys in the car. They do say something to this snitch. Yeah. About how like, well, yeah, those guys will kill you if they see you with us. But if you fuck us, over, oh. we'll send you to jail with a 350 pound bull and word, word F word. Dude, I was like, oh, the, nicer way of the, say, the nicer way of saying that is like, hey, I know a really big black gay dude. Yep. That, okay, that's and it's, well, his name is Leroy, and it, I'm pretty sure it is the Leroy from the beginning that asked for that condom. Well, the yep. implication in these movies is that you know you're getting fucked in prison, right? Oh, that's not doesn't. They always say though it doesn't actually make them gay. Yeah, once they leave prison, they stop fucking. Dudes. It's like pirates. It's dominance. <laughs> oh no, I, it's I, like I, Romans. Po- pirates were what they call it's. It's a word for it. It's called. Um, Oh god damn it! Social, social, sexual, Ladder? or something. Homo, homo social. Like it's you are not a gay person, but when you're on a ship with a bunch of dudes, it's okay to fuck a dude. But who do we know anybody in the navy? Is that yes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is Let's that ask them. why people use the phrase "butt pirate"? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's probably part of it. But yeah, dude, Making these guys drop just. I mean, and. I don't know if this is a credit to the actor, but he these words roll off his tongue. Yeah. Anybody sitting here, I guarantee you, if if we were st- paid, if we were paid to say that line, it would sound so fucking bad because we'd be biting our tongue the entire. The only word that comes out naturally is bull. <laughs> like uh, a bull. Pound bull. Uh, what was that? Uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, you can have the money. Suncock. <laughs> I know you paid me three hundred fifty. I'll pay you four hundred if I can leave right now. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable, mom. And I mean, even in '88, when like the f bomb was socially acceptable, oh, they your... still used it in movies like in Under Siege uh-huh. to kind of show you shitty characters. Yes. So even though it was socially acceptable in a way, and it was common, it was still a way in a movie to convey this person's a piece of shit. So uh-huh. we already knew. <laughs> we just weren't acknowledging it in real we're, life. Yeah, we're no, we're making sure. Hey, in case you weren't paying attention, these are the fucking bad guys. Yeah. And here's a phrase that'll let you know the bad guys. Yeah. He called him a bull ninja uh, friendo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, TBS version. That's the melon farmer version. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> That's still my favorite. That's still my favorite I mean, movie edit of all time. Out of all time. the TBS cuts, that little timid broad running TBS, like, well, we can't say fuck a stranger in the ass, but what if he found a friend in the Alps? I never bought the shirt. I only saw it one time ever, and I wish I would have bought it because I saw a shirt years ago online that was like, it was like a vector kind of drawing, like an outline sure. of like Walter smashing a car, and it said in giant letters, you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> and I was like, I should buy that, but I didn't, and I've never seen it again. Oh, well, <laughs> I know a guy that makes shirts, so if we can get like 10 people that want that shirt, I want it. let me know. Well, we got three. 
We'll have to communicate with one another that we don't wear it on the same day. Yeah. Well, different colors, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wore a shirt from Meow Wolf, and so did our coworker, and people wouldn't shut up about it all day, and they were completely different shirts. Oh, I can't tell you how many times the like three or four of us that all work in the bar are wearing a black shirt with gray dickies. <laughs> like, it is, I mean, almost unfailable. <laughs> <laughs> it's our uniform. Yeah, Who's it the looks. That would do that, Brandon, or oh. Brian. Oh yeah, yeah. I've just seen like when these two, when when they come in to relieve me, um, it's and then you know somebody else is back there. I'm like I'm looking around. I'm like, well, we all got the uniform memo. Great Dickies, <laughs> black T-shirt. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming. So you wanted to talk about this club. Yes, because it's fucking dope. So you walk into this like staging room and there's a video. Uh, oh, by the way, this fucking uh, black gentleman, it took me two seconds to figure out. I'm watching the Justified spinoff thing right the now. Primal. Primeval or Prim- something yeah, like that. This dude it. is a character named Sweets. Okay. And I just, I really, really enjoy this actor. Okay. And he's just, he's like, all right, women, put your purses in the box. Men, slide them IDs. And he's just no, got a real sultry, show the green. Show the green. Sorry, yeah, it's like, show the green. And then opens up to this just like neon heathenism club of just sex, drugs, rock and roll. Not heathenism, heathenism. Sorry, heathenism. <laughs> you said heathenism. It's hedonism. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> um, no, I meant what I said. It's a bunch of people eating Heath bars. It's heathenism <laughs> all over. They got chocolate. There's no coconut. No okay, coconut. don't ask. No, uh, this club is fucking dope to me. I mean, you got these different rooms. And um, I did you recognize the larger black dude that's playing security? Because I know him from something. I did, and I think, and I couldn't figure out who he was because they never say his name. So I have an image of him. Like I said, I didn't go on IMDb and check anybody out. But the image I have in my head of him is being, it's supposed to be funny how effeminate he is in, okay. the other, in another role. I do recognize him, but I couldn't figure out okay. why. And I, 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 I did try like to look him up. Rames. Maybe we'll look later and play. You know what? Yeah, it is. Kind of, it's a very softer version of Ving Rhames. Yeah. There's a character in the IMDb named Preacher who's played by a black guy. And it could be him. It's because, not him. No. I know for a fact because there's a Preacher. Okay. Okay, during the hot dog scene, all of a sudden the sound, you can barely hear RoboCop and fucking Roadhouse and you hear a preacher the end is near oh, repent yeah. and I'm like why is it so fucking loud oh, and then they walk away and there's this this older black dude with a sign that's okay. like Jesus will take you be born again yada yeah. yada and I'm wondering if he wasn't even filming like he's just <laughs> he wanted on like keep rolling yeah, keep, keep they're, that they're authentic on location as in fuck. New York City yeah, man like, this isn't friends you don't get no back this movie cost six million dollars they were not closing down streets uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> we can get back at, we can get back to crackhead Karen now yes because this chick does not understand how drugs and money work I mean it's basically unless just, she knew what she was gonna have to do oh she knew yeah because she's like I'm out of money he he he. You but know, the way like, she says it, though, because like once the security guard brings her in to go see who we find out is NC. Yes. Uh, she's like, I, I had money and I gave him all my money and now I'm out of money. <laughs> yeah. That's how money yeah, works. That's, that's how, how business crack works. works. <laughs> Come back when you have well, it. But the thing is, though, but I bought all this crack and now I don't have any. I can't find it. I've looked all over for this crack. It's like people who come up with their beer glass and they're like, there's a hole in this. <laughs> you know the response to that? How do you think I got the beer in there in the first place, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, no, I've told people, yeah, it's at the top. And Horse, you drank of course there's a hole in this glass. God, you suck. <laughs> but yeah, she's basically she's a vehicle to... If it doesn't scan, it's free. 
Basically, she's a vehicle to introduce us to Nikki Carr uh-huh. and see. By the way, she is a vehicle because they're riding her in a second. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. Nikki, Nikki Carr, played by Antonio Fargus, who was in Don't Be a Menace. He was on Starsky and Hutch as Huggy Bear. That's his big kind of thing. That was He's a character actor. He's been in two or two things. He looks like Dulé Hill in Old Man Makeup. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I've, my first thought was, it's like Tony Todd, but it's not. Yeah. He's too short to be Tony, Tony Todd. Tony Todd with uh, Tommy Davidson. Making okay. a Sammy Davis Jr. face. <laughs> okay. uh, but all the, by the way, oh, he's, he's also in an upcoming episode for our Halloween month, which will be Trick or Treat Williams. Don't touch doing that all, Doing Rest all Trick Williams movies, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's in a movie called Night of the Sharks. Okay. Which sounds just, probably just as bad as it sounds. Yeah. But at least I know what I'm in for. <laughs> at least I hope I'm going to get some you know, sharks biting people and blood in the water. And that'll actually be the first time we have a guest... From another podcast. Yes, Ooh, yeah. it's very exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. He does a podcast called Bucket of Chum, and it's all about sharks. Dude, if you got a thing for watching shark movies, check out Bucket of Chum. Seriously, <laughs> go check them out. A recent episode he posted, it was called Doll Shark. I was like, what the fuck are these movies? See, I'm going to listen to the podcast just to find movies to watch like <laughs> this. Like, that, like that's awesome. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I've seen his posts and stuff. It seems He seems cool. Yeah. But, so these, this guy... Uh, NC, he's counting piles of money with gloves on, smoking a big cigar, trading sex for drugs, being smart, a criminal. Smart with the gloves. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, keeping your prints off the money, but also money's gross. But no, money's gross. That's what I was going at. <laughs> and Fuck he's the filling prints. out a ledger. Dude, I'm, yeah. a, I'm at work all day, and like, I, I get food, and I'm like, I'm going to go wash my hands twice. Oh, yeah. you you got to <laughs> wash your hands after every change, like, like money interaction. It's just gross. <laughs> when you, you know go to, when you go to like a asshole. restaurant or a deli or something, and people are like, they have gloves on to handle your food, and then you pay them, and they take the money, and they do the exchange, and they give you your change, and then they go back to handling the Ugh. food. Ugh. It's very important to have a front of the house person just that doesn't your do fucking both. Fucking gloves, yeah. just don't wear gloves. Yeah, or I don't care them. if you handle my food without gloves. I've been to plenty of, you know, South Tucson Mexican restaurants. Yeah. That's fine. Go to a high end place that actually has like a head chef. They're washing their hands and not wearing gloves for the most part. Yeah, cleanliness. Also, take off the fucking gloves. You do it. You take them off. And then you do the money. I'd and rather then go you. Wash your when hands, I worked in the deli, then... that's what I had to do. I working with food, take off my gloves, do the money, put on new gloves. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass to put on new vinyl gloves after disgusting. you just took them off. But I'd rather not, you exactly. take the buns that I'm about to have and rub them on your hairy, gross nipples, and then you know do that. But rub do them not on your touch. Buns. Do not. Yeah, rub them on your. Put them in your back of your pants and walk around and fart and drill farts into those. And then you know don't touch the money. I'm fine with that. Yep. I'd rather you do that than touch my money. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Sam Elliott comes to help raid this club. He's with these other like corrupt guys. I think it's I think it's the same dudes. Oh yeah, it is. It's it's Mullet and Friends. Yeah, and like they have this I like that name. awesome like breaching thing. So oh. they're like, hey, arm up, you know, and they get they're pulling their guns out of the trunk and they have these bright yellow grenades, which are kind of synchronized sweet. watches too. Synchronized Pretty watches sweet. in a little case. And they have this thing where it's like it's like a square that has like pulleys on it, and you put a grenade inside of it, and you tie the pulleys to the pin, and then you stick the thing on the suction door, cup and, like, on the door. It on. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking awesome. I that's so feel... much cheaper than a specialty like C four thing that you usually see, where it's like some kind of special uh, explosive that's made to like put on the arm. It's like a, a, a breaching charge. Uh-huh. This is just like nah, it's a grenade in a box. Don't yeah, worry I about don't know it. if this is real or not. If it if it was, I feel like it was experimental and it just never really caught on. But it should have fucking dope for movies. I yeah. don't know about practicality. I like seeing it. Yeah. And then they they do say they're gonna breach the doors at eleven eleven, 
which is like Make a wish. wishing hour. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Not witching. Wishing. Yeah. Wishing moment. Yeah, make a wish, hour. baby. It only lasts for I 60 I wish this seconds. club wasn't getting raided. Ah, shucks. <laughs> 60. 69, dude. Minutes aren't 59 seconds long. <laughs> oh, excellent retort. <laughs> so there. Oh, the cops come in and the, this chick's having sex with one of the, the dudes. And they kind of arrest everybody. And Sam Elliott takes uh, Nikki Carr, takes NC. Thanks. But- M- Mullet, uh, Fox Mullet told him to. Officer <laughs> Officer Fox Mullet says, hey, what you take him, we'll bag up the evidence. Wow, and- Sam. Did you see what was happening in that club? It might have been aliens. <laughs> you know what, dude? Getting a little tired of your shit. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go work for the FBI, Sam. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, Sam, go ahead and box this uh, criminal up. We'll box up the money. Have you seen my sister? <laughs> Wasn't that a thing? He was always yeah, like trying to find sister his sister. Was, yeah. His sister was abducted by aliens when he was a wee bab. Oh. It just turned out she was just kidnapped. All right, so I never finished that. Did it come to anything? Kind of. She yeah, came back. It ended up getting tapered off. Was, she wasn't just kidnapped. There was aliens. I don't remember. It's been a few years now. Okay. I was watching the whole series again, and I was like, I don't have time for all this Monster of the Week shit. Because like, I enjoyed oh, it, but they some were of them were bad. Back. So yeah, they were, I was trying to watch it before the new one started a few years back. So I went on... Line and found like found a master list, a list of all the story episodes. Oh, you betcha! Which is like twenty-four episode seasons, two Three. to five out yeah. of each season. You're talking about some the, anime style shit. Yeah, and I mean, I do love all the Monster of the Week shit, but I was trying to get through. Oh yeah, the, and it, it, you know what? Watching just those episodes, not a good show. No, <laughs> it is like it's just because it, it, there's no. I, I think having the stuff in between builds the suspense, and you're like uh-huh. waiting to hear. This is just like it's like. Out of nine seasons, it's like 40 episodes that are like the main storyline. So line. you're saying I could probably just YouTube super cut this somewhere. Maybe. I'm sure yeah. somebody did that. I hope so. Topher Grace, maybe. But I think Ooh. everything kind of fell apart because it was supposed to end and they kept it going. And then uh, the guy Daggett came on, Robert Patrick, uh-huh. or T-1000. And it just kind of fell apart at that point. But Yeah. Um, so Weller goes back, breaks into the garage and finds this he's Porsche such a dingus dude he's like he, i actually kind of enjoyed it i was laughing he grabbed a rock and like breaks the window and looks around like oh anybody notice anybody see me oh, oh. it is so fucking stupid <laughs> and then puts but the good. Rock right back where it yeah. was <laughs> well in case they come looking for it there's the rock right there what? also this porsche is just underneath a, a bed, bed sheet. sheet yeah this is not a car cover it's no, not a tarp. dude, if I had, but I think they say $87,000 yeah, is what, like what, the, is is what they says, say, yeah. and we're talking eighty eight. That might as well be $50 million now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look it up real quick. Adjusting for inflation, $87,000 is, yes, $50 million. $50 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, dude, have a little, take a little care, because this is a cherry, cherry fucking Porsche. Maybe it was Egyptian cotton. What's the thread count in that car sheet? A thousand. <laughs> Fourteen thousand. I think I want less for my car covers. I think I want more for me, less for my cars. <laughs> the sheets in his house were two hundred thread. Oh, yeah. Gross. The ones covering the car, fourteen thousand. You're doing it all wrong. I don't know if that's possible. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, sorry, I was again I'm trying to decode what I so I'm just trying I'm trying to take less notes so yeah. I get confused. So we're in court with NC, and the judge is like, okay, well, I'm going to set your bail at a million dollars cash. Like, you can't have, I'm assuming that means you can't have collateral. Uh, objection, like your honor. Yeah. Uh, from the just the district attorney. Yeah. 
Like I, I just said, his bail a million dollars, and her point is that's chump change to this yeah, guy. It's not enough. Oh, fun little uh, he'll appearance just let here. himself out. Fun little appearance here for Whitney, me, and uh, probably two other people who've ever heard this podcast. The lawyer for Nikki Carr <laughs> is Mr. James Eckhouse, who is nine hundred two one zero the oh. the Walsh father. And 90210, Jim Nerds! Walsh. <laughs> and I Nerds! was like, oh, it's that guy's birthday today, by the way. Oh, is really? It? Yeah. Nice. Uh, upon recording, not releasing this yeah. episode. I didn't well, happy that birthday. One. Yeah. Oh, that's something I was going to tell you guys. This week that we're recording this episode, Sam Elliott's birthday is this week. Oh, happy fucking birthday to me, dude. So good timing. <laughs> but yeah, man. I don't know. I, we were watching it and I was like, so that explains how he got all that money to move his family to Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, yeah, it turns out $1 million was not enough because James Eckhouse is like, uh, actually, my client's going to go ahead and post bail and just opens a briefcase with a million dollars. Dude, it's a need 10%. It is a mic drop because they say, uh, counselor, any closing statements? And that lawyer stands up and he's like, my client will be posting bail. And th- end of fucking court. This got a guy with a briefcase coming up with a million dollars. What I wanted right here was the judge to be like, actually, we don't accept that. Your client's going to have to go back to jail. Get a money order. Take that money down. They're going to have to get a money order. Take Uh that money down to the uh, other offices that are blocks away from here. But this is 80s New York. This judge does take cash. Yeah. Did I say a million dollar bail? I meant a hundred thousand dollar bail, and he paid it. Ka-ching. Like he's on the take, or she. Oh. They are, they are all on the take. It's 80s New York, baby. The only judge who doesn't seem to be on the take is the final judge. Uh-huh, yeah. because she is the law. Which sounds like a character from a, a Dread comic, speaking of <laughs> I am the law. Well, it's she's actually <laughs> Judge Red because she has red hair. <laughs> I am the law. Look at my hair. It's beautiful. But isn't it, so when like a, a bail is posted, it's, you only need to pay 10% of it? For a bail bond. I think that's I think for a bail bond. If you go to jail and Derek needs to get you out, I post the bail. The but Derek only has to pay me a tenth of that. Oh, to, to, yeah, just so the, to you get would it give started. the bondsman a hundred thousand for the million dollar bond. Okay, but, but this dude's not have... using a bondsman. He's like, fuck you. Do you want cash? Cha cha ching. Because you got to pay that bondsman. I just interest. counted it last night. I just yep. counted it tonight. That juice is running on that dude. That guy just carries around briefcases of a million dollars. By oh, the way, you know who you know who else does that is uh, uh, Mayweather. Does he? Floyd Mayweather. So you're saying keep an eye out for Floyd Mayweather. Well, he also has armed security carrying it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, because he's, a, he's just a big gambler. Okay. And he just he needs cash. So he has like at least a million dollars cash everywhere he goes. It's probably bad to be a prize fighter and a big gambler. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely going to get he's busted be a, for fixing at some point. Well, but I think that's what he's doing, though. He's like, I can't bet on my own fight, so I'm going to bet on everything else. I bet that dog takes a shit before that dog. Is Don King his manager? Because he might be betting think, on his own fights. I think, Don King, I think Don King might be dead. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> that fucking troll-looking motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> and I don't mean like with bridge troll. I mean like the toy trolls. Oh, treasure troll. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Put that dude on Which, top of way, a they're pencil. They're making another Trolls movie, and I'm sitting here going, Trolls don't even exist. These kids don't know what they are. You're not even trying to bank on Trolls by turning them into new Troll toys? Like, come Did on. Did it make money? Probably. It's could, all music thing. You got a warehouse full of fucking unused to, uh, Troll toys. So make a movie, resell them. Now they're vintage. Mark them up. Same <laughs> God, I'm a genius. Same baddies. Uh, fucking the place that you worked at that Lisa was Franks. something else. Um, <laughs> Joe's Crab Shack used to be Hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my stepdad worked there, and they loved trolls. There were trolls in little green shirts with their bright orange hair everywhere in That's, that fucking bar. The I last time like I it. saw a troll was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. You're a troll. 
because uh, um, Yandu, I can't think of the actor's name. Has Michael oh, Rooker. Yeah. Has all the little, Michael Rooker, Michael thank you. Rooker. Has all the little, the I'm doodads and stuff. Poppin'. Well, and then and in, the, in, the, the in the ball at the end, yep. instead of the Infinity Stone, it's the troll. I, I actually that. saw a troll after that. I'm not I'm not trying to flex on you, but I did watch Weird the- Weird flex. Uh, what's, the, what's the fucking shitty one? The Immortals? Yes. Uh, with uh, uh, She sleeps through the whole movie, dude. Um, oh, now I'm blanking on names. It it's not so the, easy. It's contagious. It Sexy the, Lips. It had the guy from- Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that could describe a lot yeah, of people. The Eternals. Eternals. The Eternals. Oh, okay. The post credit scene is Patton Oswalt voicing, uh, is it Puck? Yes, Puck. Or Pip. It's Puck, I think. Puck well, is from Alpha Flight. It's Pip. I okay. just we yeah. just rewatched Pip the Troll. Yes, you're right. Yep. That's a different troll though. I'm talking about yeah. trolls, not trolls. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking trolls, about trolls. Trolls TM. Not just trolls. <laughs> I didn't know you were talking about trolls. I was talking about trolls. Yeah, no, no. I meant like the last time I saw like a troll TM. <laughs> yeah, that's the secret, Whitney. You never see trolls, they're always on the internet. <laughs> oh, I do say if that's what we're going with. <laughs> then I see trolls every fucking day. You just like broke me. <laughs> Speaking of trolls, here we get Larry, who's like the <laughs> guy who defends, who protects the uh, evidence locker at the police oh, station, yeah. played oh. by David Proval, who's been on the show before. Jackie Richie, April? Uh, yes. Jackie April, yes. No, Richie April. Richie, Richie April, sorry. Jackie's the, the brother. And he, uh, past he episode, was, was Phantom. Yes. Phantom, yeah. He's the one yeah. like, I went to fucking Catholic Church. We ain't fall for no spear in the back. Yeah. Well, he's not the one who gets speared. He's the one who makes all the way to oh, the end. Oh, that's right. He's, he's the one who He's the one that gets blasted by the cannon. Yes. No! <laughs> yes, exactly. He's the one who Super Mario's oh, into that fucking I was going to say Goofies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> same same laugh. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and he's basically he's just he's the guy who protects the evidence You locker. find a scene with this guy without a cigar. Dude, no. later on when he's talking to Peter Weller and he's in the he, he's got that cigar in his mouth, it literally just sounds like <laughs> Dude, chomping, chomping on this stogie. Weller and Sam Elliott get together at a bar, and Sam Elliott tells this tragic story of meeting the love of his life and murdering oh her dog by accident. Wow. I didn't know the window was open. <laughs> didn't know the dog, didn't know the new floor was freshly Dude, I'm, waxed. List, I'm like, this is the worst part of this movie. And not like a bad thing. It's just, this is my most un- uncomfortable in this yes. movie. Oh I, my, I was I okay heard. with them using the NF word more than this fucking story. He's playing fetch with the dog. The ball goes out the window. And he leaves. And Dude. Yeah, so he's dog falls thirteen stories. I met the love of my life, dude. Killed her fucking dog, <laughs> and then I just left. I just walked, <laughs> which I mean, good move. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, I, you know, I bet you he walked out before that body hit the floor. <laughs> Let the Speaking of new metal, the floor. Let the doggies <laughs> hit the floor. Aww. Aww. Speaking of Rambo, instead also. of a primal scream, <laughs> let the doggies hit. Aww. <laughs> Turn All right. So the cops, like Weller is leaving the bar and these cops are intimidating him. Basically like, hey, stop defending this cop killer, you warriors fuck. Yeah, exactly. They pull up straight up play. warriors. They surround him. They walk in circles, slapping their nightsticks in their hand. And then they just disperse. Yeah. It's very synchronized. It's fucking terrifying. It is. And as they leave, all of a sudden you see cop cars on the outside of the park lighting up like, oh shit, we are surrounded, surrounded. Yeah. Uh, Rydell M- Mullet Fox uh, Mullet Fox Mullet Thank He's you. out there Coin that term <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So they end up going to, there's a little scene with Sam Elliott interrogating some kid, but it doesn't really. Yeah. Oh, I do like though, because he, he's asking him, he's like, what dude, cop get out of here before I have to call my lawyer. Old Sam Elliott pulls a gun on this kid, well, punch him in the gut, slams him hard. Through the, like, it breaks the glass well, on this but very nice car. First, it's on the parking lot booth. Oh, yeah. He slams him through that, then he slams him on this windshield. I'm like, dude, I don't know if this is stunt work. This just might be <laughs> Sam Elliott going ham. But he pulls a gun on this kid, puts it in his face, like, you know what this is? Like, yeah, it's a gun. He goes, yeah, and it's clean. No serial numbers. I shoot you, I throw this in the east, we're fucking done. I really- they file it under DSAF. What's that Did mean? society a favor. Damn. I've never heard that term for an un... Like I've clean. Yeah. Oh, I have. I've heard clean. It's clean means been something else. Yeah. No, clean means you're you're fine. If uh, if somebody got pulled over with it, it's not going to be registered to somebody else. It's not going to have any gu- uh, bodies on it. It's not going to have any other prints on it. It's, well, if you it's, get pulled over with it, you're in trouble though. In this case, because he says it's no serial. Well, number. but yes, for yeah. that, yes. But yeah. what I mean, clean is I've heard it without with serial numbers. It means it's fresh. It means there's okay, no so bodies on it. Sense. Nobody else has used it. He's saying it in a sense of like, it's fucking good to go. Yeah. I will shoot the shit out of you and not care. So we, we're finally getting to like the action of the movie. Like it yeah, takes so you a can finally while. wake up. Um, we get to this brothel slash porn theater slash strip club slash fetish video mart rental. Slash I don't know what this titties. is. It is. <laughs> Oh, Times Square place, I guess. We, we talked about shitty 80s New York and kind of like big. Yeah. This clerk. Is the hotel clerk or motel? Get that hoe out of here! And that motel <laughs> clerk and big that sells uh, grown-up Tom Hanks his sheets and whatnot. Oh, okay. he's running. I want to say it's like St. John's or St. Mary's. How recently did you watch Big? Oh, about five, four years ago. He's a big Tom Hanksier. Huge Tom Hanks, and Big <gasps> is my favorite Tom Hanks. Speaking of Tom Hanks, what? <laughs> so I was looking for Treat Williams horror movies, and I found this one. It's like it's a it's a like an anthology thing. It's like part of the tales. It's like a sequel to Tales from the Crypt called Vaults of Horror. I can't find it anywhere. I'm searching. Okay. But there are three shorts in it. One of them directed by and starring Tom Hanks. Ooh, I want to see One Tom of Hanks them, shorts. God, what are they? There's Treat Williams. There's Tom Hanks. And there's somebody else. It's all like real actors doing this like vault of horror thing. And I found it on online when I was searching for stuff and I have been searching high and low. It's not streaming. I can't even find it on YouTube. Anybody listening, if you have it, email. We'll yeah. we'll pay There's you. There's another for movie from the seventies called use. Vaults of Horror. This was like nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety four or something. It was not had been ninety one because it was before Hanks was like Hanks. But Hanks, yeah. And he hadn't forced Gumped yet. Yeah, and it he is maybe it has versed been a volcano. Put on DVD. Oh. It has been put on DVD, but it's not easy to find. Uh huh. It's called Vaults of Horror One, and it's like from 1991 ish. Keep your little paws it, yeah, out, listeners. Yeah, it looks. I I, I want to find it. Oh yeah. Even if it's not for the thing, just one just way or another, show. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna watch it, watch it, <laughs> watch it, watch it. We'll find you. <laughs> um, is that oh. a little mustache twirl? <laughs> no, that's what she does. I, I find, will find you. you. So when they go, this this guy who's like their, I don't know, he was like a, I don't know what he was. Sam Elliott's looking for this little Weasley white. The dude. snitch. I, I think it's the is snitch. Is it the snitch? Okay. Yeah, it's the turn. And back. he goes, he goes to hook up with this hooker in the honeymoon suite. But th- that big dude we were talking about, the black dude uh-huh. from the club that we couldn't figure out who he was, he shows up. Oh, but like, the exchange before this, sorry, real quick. He looks at a he has a vial of crack and he says, I have this and holds a bunch of handcuffs. I want this. 
Yes, 100%. I like this negotiating for sex. <laughs> I would like more people to be that straightforward. Well, and he does He does give this Meet guy money. Friends. He does give this guy money, and the guy holds it up to see if it's real. It's real? It looks real this time. <laughs> of course it is. But when this big guy shows up, he's like, what room is he in? And he's like, what are you talking about? There's no. He's not here. He has to be disturbed. Dude, this guy tears the yes. window off of this booth. Oh, I love when that. When one fell swoop and just picks this dude up by his throat. He's like, what fucking room is he in? In another movie, this guy's a cyborg. <laughs> yes, he is. And we see a bit of it in this. He might be a cyborg. We see a bit of it in this. But this made me think of Taxi Driver. So when he goes up, so he goes up first and he fries this scrawny dude. He pulls Ooh. the power out of this thing. Once again, I don't think I understand how electricity works because he pulls the the and the lights out, just no, flicker just outside. Nothing else happens. Yeah, and the lights should, should be they should be out. He knew which ones to pull. It's fine. Well, and also they're on different he, breakers. So he he shocks the bed frame. Surprisingly, right? this brothel entirely up to code. So oh, you, can you know pull what? One- <laughs> now you're throwing the logic in my face, pal. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid a sex club is, doesn't have like the proper electricity. <laughs> but yeah, he shocks the bed frame, which kills our frame. guy. But the chick on the bed is able to like just shimmy, she's shimmy, shimmy. The, she's sitting on the bed. He's handcuffed, handcuffed to, to the, the metal frame. frame. So he's getting so the electricity direct- goes through the metal once frame once again. My lack of understanding of electricity comes to bite me in the ass. Yeah, he just becomes a conductor. I mean, I'm sure she would have been. Felt if she was touching him, technically, because this is a spring mattress, yeah. but gone through. But I would, I wouldn't mind seeing an extra body in this movie. And this um, is, and yeah. this is also when he gives, when well, uh, Elliot gives Weller the gun. He's like, you know how to do this. You know how to use this. Fucking a, I'm from New York City. Uh, fucking a papa by the way fucking a papa oh i see i like it i know you so don't i now i finally made the connection when we started talking about it earlier when he was like you know i always wanted to be uh we didn't mention it but he always wanted to be a tenor jazz player yeah. a jazz tenor sax player and so that's why he's like talking that jive yeah you yeah. got it daddy oh yeah you know that you know this guy got into the swing revival. He went to all the cherry popping daddies. Oh no, no, he's <laughs> like he's like he's like you. Crown he's like you with uh, the third wave Scott. He's like Ugh. that's not real music. Yeah, bullshit. I, dude. I only listen to fucking Miles Davis and shit, man. Like, <laughs> oh, you're a bosh. I listen to Derek Morgan exclusively. <laughs> Don't um, but that big dude has these like launchers in his hand that launches knives oh, out into he's... these cops' chests. So it's great though. It's like Sam Elliott is up way up top in the room looking down and just happens to see a black dude running away from a brothel. He's like, there's our guy. Well, I there's think he guy. knew who he yeah, was because he, he was. saw him at the bus. Gotcha. But he's shooting at this guy like from up top, just endangering everybody's lives. Yeah, well, he also fires. He also fires into if he's a such fucking... a good If he's such a good shot, how come he didn't hit him? He also fires into Plot a armor. carnival full of people. So. For sure, he I does. don't think he does. He he does not shoot his gun. He the other guy is the one that's like. Oh, oh I, I I did think he returned fire, but you could be right. Oh, it, it, he but, may have returned one and hit the ice cream or the fried thing, yeah. the fresh fried shrimp. Well, he doesn't shoot anybody. He just launches a roller coaster. <laughs> yes. yeah, I can't wait. We'll I mean, are we there or no? Yeah, we're just about there. Oh my so this, God. this this guy though has this taxi driver get up underneath his coat because he Put launches your hands knives up. out of his wrist. Puts his hands up. This fucking Uzi comes Whoa. out on a mount. Like it is literally Robert De Niro's fucking gear from Taxi Times Ten. It. Yeah, it's times ten. Robert De Niro never had an Uzi on his side. Not that you know of. Not that. Not that movie showed me. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. And he's fleeing, and he takes a cop car, 
And <laughs> Peter, great move. So, Sam Elliott and Peter Weller. Well, first, I don't know how Peter Weller got downstairs unless he just started running right then. Uh-huh. But Sam Elliott gets downstairs by going out this fucking window and down onto him. this sign that says the New Amsterdam Theater or whatever. And the guy shoots it and this fucking sign falls over above all this traffic. And Sam Elliott's just hanging off. I mean, it's a stuntman, Woo! but Sam Elliott's just hanging off of this fucking thing. This is. Dude, it is awesome at the top of the episode i was talking about unneeded but not unwanted stunts yes this is one right here you you did not need this for story but god bless I'm you i'm so glad for you having these there. practical fucking things falling lights are popping cars are crashing yeah bad guys are shooting and real they, stunts they take this i guess it's a trike it's not a bike because this is like a big one he takes. Oh, yeah. He takes the trike because you got to be able to have room for Peter Weller being the gunner. And then this oh, guy's okay. like, you take it and I'll shoot you. And he just puts a gun in his face and drives away. So the bikers are chasing them, which doesn't really come to anything. They're chasing. I thought it would. I thought we were getting like a wacky racers type yeah. thing. Like you're chasing him. He's chasing him. He's chasing him. Not yes, again, not great stunt doubles. Again, I don't think we're supposed to see this in HD. No, but dude, the this, the wig that the Sam Elliott guy is this wearing kind of looks like <laughs> like the wig that the Sam Elliott stuntman is wearing looks like the wig that the kid is wearing in First Kid. Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> Ooh, Reggie, <laughs> like a fucking gray raccoon. And like this road just ends, I guess. And uh-huh. like Sam Elliott kind of makes this guy drive off of it. So the car like flips, but it lands right side up, which is, I think, probably how it would work. It's heavier on the bottom. Sure. It's like buttered toast. I, or I a believe cat. it's how the stunt worked and they kept it. Like <laughs> if it would have landed on its roof, they would have kept there you it. Go. Yeah. And this guy is climbing out of the car and Sam Elliott shoots because I guess he jumped off the bike. I kind of missed that. But the yeah. bike is I down remember there. him saying, You hear jump a little. Here. Yeah, I you saw hear Peter like, Weller Check jump. it out. Get Peter Weller off. jumped off the oh, bike. Sam Elliott catches himself on the edge of the thing. Netting oh, kind okay. of. Yeah, on that. the edge of the dock. And he shoots the bike and it blows up. And the guy looks like, Oh, that was close. And then he <laughs> shoots the car and that shit just obliterates this you dude. You see the a trail. little trail of oh, fire. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, tell it. It's beautiful. That was a little shimmy. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Sam Elliott not using standard issue uh, police equipment. Oh, no. no he's he using a, a 45 Magnum. He's dirty Harry. You, dirty uh, Sammy. You plan on taking on an army? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Was that Rambo? No, it's Sam Elliott. Rambo talking like this. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Sam Elliott's just like an old cowboy. Sam Elliott, yeah. he just it's, it's hard to do an actual Sam Elliott because every now and then he gets a little lisp. Not quite a lisp, but, you He's know. just... Gorgeous. He's Sam Elliott, man. I mean, fuck. By the way, this is the second movie we watched recently because her and I just watched Roadhouse, not for the first time, but we just watched yeah, yeah. it recently, which is a year later, where they're talking about how old Sam Elliott is. Yeah. Uh-huh. This was 30 years ago. How old is Sam Elliott in this movie? I'm not sure, I, but he's these, this be movie was 35 40s? years ago, and they're already talking about how old he is. Yeah. I think it's just because he's got gray hair, so he can play like an old, roughed up guy. I'm going to say he's in his late 40s. Same but- thing in Roadhouse, when they're, when they're, the guy's trying to recruit uh, Patrick Swayze at the beginning, and he's like, you're the best in the business. And he's like, no, Wade's the best in the business. He's like, yeah, but Wade's getting old. So this is 88, 88. Yeah. and he's born in 44. Oh, so yeah, he's, see, so he's, he's 40, 78. 44. Yeah. That's quick this math. This is 35 <laughs> years later, so he's like 79. Now you can say Sam Elliott's an old man. Yeah, now Sam, Sam Elliott is an old man. And guess what? Still going to kick Still your fucking, fucking ass. Still fucking hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he could talk me off a cliff. He needs to keep the mustache. Because I've seen oh, him without yeah. it. Um, I don't like it. We were soldiers. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it. That lip is weird, dude. <laughs> It's just one of those things where you're like, I've never, I didn't know he had a lip. Do you remember when Tom Selleck came back to Friends without the mustache? Yeah, and they, no, thank you. No, didn't no. They, didn't they even comment no, on they, it? Oh yes, yeah, they did. They yeah, made fun of it. Oh yeah, no, thank you. 
I want that mustache when you go quickly down under on me. (laughs) A dingo ate my baby. (laughs) I hope a dingo ate something. (laughs) Um, So this is where we find out that... I think your can just queefed. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we find out that Susan left Weller... At some point, they're talking about it, right? So now we know their relationship. I think uh, they're discussing it. He's because like, he's like, "Why did you leave me?" Like, oh yeah, why he, don't you explain it to me? He gives and a whole speech like, like I was crazy fucking... about you, and you left me holding the bag. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what was her response? Uh, you you became cynical. You became mean. Um, you weren't trying and That's shit right. like this. I've heard That's this right. speech yeah. a thousand fucking times. <laughs> You're like, I didn't become any of these things. <laughs> I, I am like... this thing. <laughs> and uh, she gives a response that I fucking hate. I did tell you dot 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 in my own way. Fuck you. No, just you say tell it. me. Dude, I assume I'm not fucking up until somebody tells me I'm fucking up. Well, I kind of assume I'm always fucking up, but I assume it's okay until you tell me otherwise. Exactly. So yeah, and I guess this is like this conversation's enough to respark uh, a, a, a rekindle a relationship or something. Maybe he's thinking about that that good good. He has an, a fiance. A fiance. A little mousy bitch that doesn't yeah. like heavy metal. Well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. You don't like that heavy metal like Jimi Hendrix. Oh my god, the bitch. You ever hear that fucking heavy metal fucking uh that uh uh Simon Simon Garfunkel? <laughs> George Thorogood? <laughs> the father of heavy metal. Dude, the I doors? caught I caught my kid with a heavy metal CD, so I took that Kenny G and I threw it right out. <laughs> I mean, technically, Bless there's more me. metal on his because he plays a saxophone. It's, it's press. <laughs> um, so Which is a metal. It's metal. Basically, it's NC, not that heavy. Like this next scene, NC is hiring, or no, uh, Rydell is hiring NC to take out Sam Elliott. Okay. And he says, if you do it, all this evidence against you will disappear, which is like seven pounds of cocaine and a bunch of money. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah I'm raising my hand because I'm confused. They seem like they have a relationship and the 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 fox mullet raided the club. I don't understand this this scene because he's okay. even like it was a mistake. It won't happen again. I think that I, was. I a... know how to click that together. Okay, please click me. So when they raided the thing, it was because they were trying to help with the take. Like, no, we're not dirty. Did it up, but they sent Sam Elliott away, and then so they didn't take anything from the club. They did. He says they took seven hundred and some thousand dollars and seven pounds of cocaine. Oh yeah, no, okay. he they give you an exact he's, number he's right here. He's telling him right now it's going to disappear from evidence, which means it's going back. Which to I the understand guitar. that, but like they seem like they've worked together and he's like, yeah. yeah, what happens? It was just a mistake. It's weird. I think it's just a mix up. It's, it's all this stuff being mixed up because they did rewrite and thing. didn't yeah. connect dots. Oh, by the way, where are we meeting right now? Oh, there's a little car, a little drag race. You say a little drag race? These are not street legal trailer queens. These are like fucking and slicks and blowers. Did and you see that beautiful like kit Porsche? Like really? That's later. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, one. This was. I, I don't remember what the uh, the the black guy's car was. The Harlem Shuffle, the, Pequen, the, the Harlem Shuffle, and the Cracker being driven by a bunch of rednecks. Yeah, I thought it was the Cracker. No, it was a cracker. Oh, I thought it was a cracker, like a crack tractor. Like a cracker <laughs> tractor. Because no, he says that he'll bet $10,000 that the Harlem Shuffle will beat the cracker, and he obviously oh, okay. The when cracker. he said yeah, that, he I thought he was like, I'll, my, my car will beat you crackers. Mm. And the car, well, you know what? I'm going to go to bed tonight thinking that it's called the cracker, and it's a cracker's tractor. It's okay. Okay, thank you. I'll sleep better. <laughs> By the yeah, way, so I didn't lot. have the note till now, so I didn't remember. You might, I don't. I don't know when the last time you watched Dances with Wolves was. You're a Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin Costner enthusiast. This guy is in 
Dances with Wolves, but I don't know how important this character is because I don't oh, think I've ever yeah. seen Dances. Well, um, I haven't seen Dances with Wolves in. 20 I know who years. he is. He's a sniveling kind of like sergeant. Sergeant or, Bauer. Yeah, he's like a very like. <laughs> I think he's one of the ones at the end with Spivey that finds his journal. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while, but I know certain names. I only watched it once with my mom, and she's like, "I can never watch that again." I've only ever seen it once, so I don't. We'll watch it. We'll watch animals. it with Amber. Her uncle's in it. Actually, he is in it. He's in it multiple times. Yeah. So we'll he watch plays that an extra. And she can go. There he is. There he is. <laughs> That's him. That's not right him. There. That's not him. That's not him. There he is. <laughs> so Peter Weller is cheating on his girlfriend, his fiance oh, now yeah. with the DA. They're fucking another story that comes to He's nothing. He's definitely really. putting the D in the Actually, A. it does come to something. <laughs> I mean, it does, well, but in a storyline we'll that when we get there. Let's it hope comes to something in a storyline that doesn't come to anything. Let's though. hope no, that somebody comes to something in a sex scene. <laughs> we'll get there. And I I will point it out. So Sammy's fishing. Oh, He's dude, just just a delightful little night fish with yeah. Sam Elliott. All right, so now I want two things out of my life that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> Lunch with Johnny C and night fishing with Sammy L. Yes, I please. don't know that you would want to eat any fish that came from this water. Oh, though. I'm not going to eat them. Okay. We're a catch and release, release kind of thing. I know he's not. This fucking trash cop is eating everything that comes off of this line. Because <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean is fucking gross. And yeah. this is like the Atlantic Ocean off of New York City. This yeah. is when they had that floating trash barge nobody wanted. <laughs> Whatever happened but to that thing? It. Probably Still got accepted there. by California. <laughs> they put it in office. They caught it on fire. Take that, California. <laughs> um, this guy that's like stalking Sam Elliott. There's two guys, but this one dude. My note says Bob Bob Dylan attacks Sam Elliott because <laughs> this guy has yeah. his curly fro and he's playing a harmonica. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Hey, Sam Elliott. Hey, I'm going to stab Sam. He's got just this little four-inch switchblade. Like, uh-huh. A little stiletto. You know what? I'm going to have to look it up, but is this actor in Crocodile Dundee 2? That's not annoying. And he fights him. Not that guy. He fights him in the subway. That's he's the got a one. silencer. I'm going to look it up. We'll we'll okay. we'll figure it out. But I do like he he's handcuffs or zip ties the one dude to the thing. Oh, he's, he's like, zip he's ties. Like, this guy's going to jail. Is it zip ties jail. or is it a rope? It's oh, a it's zip, zip ties. Yeah, this okay. is like riot SWAT yeah. now. And he's okay. like, this guy's going to jail for attempted murder of a police officer. What do you want to do? And the guy kind of like looks around, and I love it because Samuel, it's like, don't do. I know it. what you're thinking. You're young and fast. I'm old and slow. You can get away. Go ahead. I was waiting for him to say, make my day. But <laughs> Actually, you know what I was thinking? God, this guy looks great right now. I don't know. He must be 44 years old, but just looks like a silver fucking fox. Dude, I, again, I am not looking at Sam Elliott, who is pointing a gun at me and thinking, no, he has it. He, he I has could it outrun down. this. He has it holster still. He doesn't have it out. He just has it oh, okay. slightly. Either way. But I, I don't you know, think what, I can Sam outrun. Sam Elliott is looking at you. You feel like someone's pointing. Oh, if Sam Elliott's looking at me, I'm down on my knees. Whoa, girl, calm down. (laughs) No, I will not. Keep it in his pants. (laughs) Never. (laughs) So they run through this carnival, and they're firing, or at least one of the guys is firing, and it's great because it leads to this roller coaster fight. So I, I love this. So the guy runs into this roller coaster, and he's like going. I think he's like trying to go across, or he's like he's not on the roller coaster yet. Sam Elliott swings out of the fucking rafters and fucking Batman kicks this dude yes. onto this Ow. roller coaster. Well, dude, we haven't seen his parents. <laughs> That's true. He this could be true. Batman. <laughs> I make the. Comment. I want to see that silver mane fitting in the bat cowl. <laughs> 
I may not be the Batman you need. I'm the Batman you do. Uh, is that Sam Elliott? No. I can see your hair coming. No. I can see your mustache. <laughs> the, it's the cowl, but I just have you an opening for the mustache. You didn't even trim your mustache. <laughs> the mustache is just hanging out of the mouth part. I like, tried to trim it, but my scissors broke. <laughs> so we're watching this part, and I was like, ooh, do you think we're going to see somebody fly off the roller coaster? Which <laughs> is pretty, seems pretty oh my obvious, God, I just, right? It, it's him, by the way. Is it? That's yeah, he from, plays uh, Julio in this aka bob dylan the assassin julio and julio is okay. what he's listed as sure but yeah he is also <laughs> anyone that watches crocodile dundee 2 as much as i am he's the suave looking dude that has a silencer and a trench coat that is in the subway okay anyway. i have i have not seen crocodile dundee 2 since my age had one digit i gotta tell you i think it's one of the best sequels i think like for a movie that should be a one of it it is really fucking. Let good. me clarify that I haven't seen any Crocodile Dundee since my age had one digit. I gotta so. tell you, I love both. <laughs> I'm not saying I, I'm just saying I haven't seen them since I was a wee bab. Should I bought a ticket a to Crocodile Dundee it. three. Oh, that's fucking awful. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but we bought a ticket yeah. to Crocodile Dundee three so we could go see Freddy Got Fingered. Yes, yeah, so you right. gave that movie Daddy, the like tiny amount of money switch? it had. <laughs> we are the tickets <laughs> was that got fake. sold. <laughs> I think of how many of those happened though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what it was. I gave money to to go see. Um, oh boy, big hit. Uh, I saw that in theaters. <laughs> I had a friend that when we were in high school, and you can't get away with this today. But we would go I every could. Sunday and buy a matinee ticket, and we would watch something, and then just walk into another theater after that. Oh, Galaxy Theaters, and dude. Then, nobody gives a shit there. Yeah, and then walk into another. I'm saying theater that. some of the oh. some of the well, newer now, theaters like, no, have. Some of the newer theaters have like weight sensor kind of things, yeah. and that's how they know if who's in the theater and stuff. Uh, try me. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend to be asleep. <laughs> I <laughs> he's mean, dead tired. They, they ain't moving this big he's ass. Dead tired. <laughs> he's dead tired. That's me saying they have that technology. Yeah. Does anybody who works there for minimum wage give a fuck? Yeah, some minimum wage seventeen year old's gonna. Like, just... You know what? If you're trying to sneak into Oppenheimer opening weekend, first of all, good luck. There's no yeah. empty seats. They might care. If you're sneaking into fucking Transformers: Rise of the Beasts on fourth week, it's in the theater. If you're sneaking into Ant Man: Quantum Mania second week, no one's gonna even notice. Yep. That shit dropped like 78%. Oh, I'm just happy he bought popcorn. (laughs) His third (laughs) tub. And that's the thing is I don't think most of them care. Well, most of them don't care because they're getting paid minimum wage. But even management doesn't really care because they don't make money on movie tickets. No, it's all concessions. Everybody complains about how expensive they are. But that all goes to rental fees. Uh Uh-huh. That's why your food is so expensive. Yeah. They've got to pay everybody minimum wage somehow. (laughs) So they're (laughs) they're fighting on this roller coaster. And it's going up, you know, the the rise part of the and it keeps going up, by the way. They're almost at the top and then it cuts to another angle and they're back down in the middle. Uh But, you know, whatever. It's fine. And as they're going up, I'm like, okay, are they going to be fighting while this roller coaster is like going? Because I am in for that. I'm so excited. Right as it starts to go over the peak, Sam Elliott jumps off, backflips, pulls some just random wires, which apparently just happens to be the brakes or any kind of control. Yeah, I I was like, what did he do? That made this thing. I think do the idea this. is because the roller coasters generally are just rolling off kinetic motion. Correct. Uh-huh. So the idea is he's like, fuck it. If I pull this, there's no controls. So there's no brakes, there's no nothing. So I'm this sorry. thing goes. I didn't down. realize he went to amusement park college. Exactly. You've seen Sam Elliott? He's definitely <laughs> he worked everything. in an amusement park. That's fair. <laughs> That's a carny I do trust. <laughs> this guy is like, Yeah, hey, you can throw the basketball. Three 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 balls for three balls oh, for five dollars. I don't give a fuck that this hoop is oval shaped. <laughs> 
And he pulls these wires, and the roller coaster goes, and this guy is screaming like he's on a roller coaster. Well, he's, first he's like, fuck you, and he's all, no, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, fuck you, asshole. Asshole. That's great. And it doesn't have any brakes, so as it goes around one of the curves, it just leaps the tracks. It launches. Flies, it's the, and it's like the peak of the roller coaster. Wilhelm scream, if if, if you had one in this movie, it'd be right here. Yeah, yes, it would. And it wasn't, but it should be. Wow. <laughs> and it fucking crashes into this fucking Piggly Wiggly or whatever this is. Uh-huh. And I'm like, first of all, there were definitely people in that thing. Oh, working. So they're yeah. dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talk about this like with certain movies like like Rambo 5. It's like, oh, it was self-defense. That guy's nailed to a door with fucking arrows. Or even Under Siege. Hey, I had to take the ship back. You put this guy through a bandsaw. Yep. Here's another one. It's like, I had I had to take the, the bad guy out. You had a roller coaster kill people at Piggly Wigglies. <laughs> I read him his rides, dude. They were getting paid less than minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. They were also, basically indentured Minimum servants. wage is like three bucks back here. Yeah, exactly. Did they really like, l- it looked real. The oh, they, they launched. That oh, yeah. There's like a cart goes launching. You know how Woo. you can tell? Because when it looks when it's not real, it looks real bad. This is true. Yeah, you'll <laughs> see not real. You'll, every every time in this movie, it's not real. You fucking know it. I think there's only like one. I think it's only it's the, the one the, moment. It's, it's one. Yeah, the one scene. It's, well, it's there. a couple it's shots. But, shots, but yeah, this movie's almost over. Surprisingly, yeah. But yet, so then there's there's some more stuff with Peter Weller and the court case and whatever and his cheating, his discretions. She his wants him. Sexy move, by the way. She's like, I'm gonna brand you this time, and puts a key in his pocket or gives him a house key. Because he says something about like, they, they're having this like back and forth sexual tete a tete, you know, kind of. Uh, this is when he tells about why he wants to quit. Because she's like, "What you're going to uh-huh. be a fucking financial lawyer?" Yeah, makes no sense. That's but, not your passion. So they they're having a little sexual dance right here. It's a sexual tango verbally, and yeah, he he gets the key to her place, man, and we're gonna be fucking. A vertical horizontal tango. A vertical horizontal <laughs> tango. And they're in the they're back in court and like this mobster dude who sold the cop his, this Porsche Cabriolet is like, Yeah, I sold it to him. He paid me cash. Yeah. And she's like, There's no receipts, there's no she's hey, trying to We got records, him. but at, we at moved. Because Whitney was like, Isn't she helping Peter Weller's case? Because uh-huh. she is. But then she turns around and basically points out there's no proof that this actually happened. Hey, we used to have records, but then we moved uh, across town. The records got lost. See? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, it was in the ca- fire. It was in the fire. We had all the records. And he does call Jones up to testify, which people are like, <laughs> you know, in, and I, mean, I guess this one, because it's a cop killer case, there would be a bunch of people. But in movies and TV shows, there's always all these people in court. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. Why are they there? They're waiting for their next appearance. That's usually like. Not that I've ever been oh. in court, which I have, but the, usually the people who are waiting are waiting for their. Little, I think for right. something like this, but for a high like profile, this, it's like reporters and shit. Uh-huh. Being like, having lose. been a jury, a juror on something that lasted three days, you only have your twelve jurors in the box, but you have like six that sit or yeah, three to this six. Place is full. This is packed. This is like an oh, OJ trial. Girl. Obviously, like reporters in there. Oh yeah, and looky yeah, lose. But it's not just in this. Family it's in, members. It's in everything. It's if you watch like law like, court shows and stuff. These courthouses are always full. Yeah. And I'm like, are these just old people who are like? Well, there's th- but that person's up on the main thing. Are these just people who are like retired and are like, uh, there's nothing good on TV in the afternoon. I yeah. just go watch court. <laughs> Absolutely, man. This is 1988. We didn't have reality TV. We, we didn't, didn't have, have we didn't people's have, court Yeah, yet. we didn't have Judge Mathis. <laughs> Jesus Ooh. Christ, I missed we Judge Mathis. We didn't have Judge, Judge Brown. Reinhold. Judge Mathis was the best out of all of them. I'm sorry. Judge Brown. Any court row. No, fuck. Brown's okay. No, you guys are both wrong. Judge Gary Busey is the best. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you watch it? I can't. 
<laughs> I not court. pronounce you ex-husband, ex-wife. <laughs> you both pet, owe me fifty dollars. <laughs> We're doing it. All right, force me to, and I will. <laughs> One of these days, when we get if we get successful enough to have people pay us, we will do an entire series on. Gary Busey, pet judge. I'm making Wes do an yeah, episode yeah. <laughs> because it's his fault that we know it's it exists. His fault. <laughs> so the Elliot is drinking again because that's what he does, and this beat cop kind of comes in and tells him like, "Hey, just so you know, I was one of the first ones on the scene." And this is the moment Whitney was like, "Told you." He's like, "I saw that the the ghetto blaster was, was in record. record. Did you listen? Did you listen to it? Yeah. No, I was scared. Also, can we talk about this Budweiser bottle? Can we talk? <laughs> we can. But we can also talk about how awkward this cop is, not as a character, as an actor. Because then Sam Elliott's like, "Oh shit! Like there, there's some evidence here, dude. Got to call my buddy." So he gets in the payphone, and this cop, like. I don't know, he makes a face like he sees something in the distance and then just gets up and walks away. And even Sam Elliott on the phone kind of looks at him like, what the fuck is this? What the hell are you doing over there? Well, <laughs> see, what it was was on set, that guy was like, they just bring lunch? <laughs> I think it's the director like, get the fuck out of the scene. Come he's, here. He's Come on. He's looking over there like, every day I get up there and all that's left is the salad or the vegetarian option. I, I just saw lunch show up. I'm getting the beef today. Is that a jelly donut? <laughs> I only ever get left with glaze. This is <laughs> Sam, Sam, I'm getting a jelly. You, know, you I've, want I've, a hole? <laughs> I've been oh, on, you can't just say that. <laughs> I've, look, I've been on Not sets. Not this movie. <laughs> I've been on sets. You want to be the first one for very low budget things. You want to be the first one to craft services. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're the last one to craft services, you get the bag of fucking trail mix and like a half a salad. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I mean, maybe some I half boiled, like that. Maybe some boiled goat. I don't know. I don't Ooh. know what we were eating. We've always joked that it was boiled goat or boiled goose because it was like just chicken every fucking day, and it was just like this is the f- most flavorless Nobody thing. Nobody likes boiled meats. We did the, the, no, the we, we did do. say boiled goose because it was at a time when everybody was listening to Lonely Island, and they have that whole thing about uh, what, what's the one where everybody gets up and starts dancing that song. And he's, they're talking about listen. They uh, they were serving boiled goose. Literally no idea. The one where he walks it. in with the boombox to all the different places and starts playing music. And at the end, he goes to the old folks' home and starts playing music. And they all start fucking. And he's like, "The power of music was too much." It's great. Listen Whoa. to it. Okay, that's so. wild. It's, it's about the power of music making people dance in diffusing situations. If but it then makes the old end. people fuck, I'm out. <laughs> but so yeah, these guys are like. Sam Elliott mentions, like, basically that they're crossing the the thin blue line here. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, if I tell the DA this, a lot of cops are going to go down. And the guy just kind of, like... A lot of your brothers. ...looks. And is just like, yeah, well... Oh. You and Fuck me... He's like, you and me are the only non-corrupt cops in New York, apparently. Yeah. So. It's you two in Serpico. And we get, like, a, a useless moment of Gail telling Peter Weller that she's pregnant. Because Peter Weller gets a note... That Sam of the call. needs to talk of to him, call, yeah. and it's at a very convenient time when uh, the girl is crossing or is is cross examining, uh, or is about to cross examine Jones. Jones, yeah, Michael Ezekiel Jones, and oh yeah, it's like a big deal. This middle name's Ezekiel for whatever reason. I don't know. It's not a big deal. I they, do, I, they do point it out twice though. Yeah, I do like is that. that. Gonna come to something? No. no, no, no. I do like when he is saying like, you know, well, I am a drug dealer, and you know, this guy was asking to buy lightning. That's what we call crack. <laughs> for all you fucking, for all you white crackers in the fucking jury box right now, because they are definitely not a yeah, uh, jury not, of his peers. He's the only black person no. in that room. Yeah, they. I like that he's very honest about it, though. He's like, very look, honest. I am a drug dealer, yeah. and I carry a gun, and like this. But I'm telling you guys, despite all that, I didn't know this dude was a cop. Like, yeah. 
He was in the he shadows. He does tell him. He's like, he literally pulled his gun first, didn't pull out a badge, didn't tell and me he was a cop. said the words. And they even mentioned, like, you have, like, they don't show this part, but Weller kind of repeats it. He's like, you told us, like, cops will come to you and say stuff and you just pay them and they go away. Oh, yeah. Like, he's very honest about it's all of it. It's common practice yeah. to be paying off cops. Yeah, exactly. And he's, you know, this cop didn't tell him he was a cop. So now he's running out of the courtroom because of the note and he meets up with his fiance. Who Ugh. says she's pregnant for some reason. Yeah. Like, like I said, it doesn't matter. And, and then upset that and, he uh, leaves. And like yeah. he's in the middle of fucking court, bitch. He's busy, motherfucker. We, we talk uh, about this trope on the podcast. Like you, you're with a guy that's in the middle of a trial. Like calm down. Yeah. He's not. He's like, yeah, that's great. Cool. I'm glad to hear it. Bye. He's kind of trying. I was literally trying to save a life. You grabbed me as I was running. I'm clearly going somewhere. Uh-huh. Like, um, and so he gets a, a court order to be able to go to the evidence room and get this tape. But of course, Jackie April or Richie April is there. There's kind of a, a back and forth between well, him even and the before cop that. And the I, gotta, lobby. I just got to talk about the cop that the cop that like, he greets him. He's just like, can you at least tell me where this is? Like up the fucking stairs. Yeah. And then jumps. I wanted him just to be this way. Like I'm ordering a fucking pizza. I need a fucking large with fucking pepperoni. <laughs> oh, hold on. I got another <laughs> fucking call. Hey, it's my fucking mother. <laughs> How the fuck are it's you? My bitch? fucking son. What the fuck did you do today? <laughs> fucker. All right. I love you. Little shit. <laughs> just such an Shipper. asshole but now we get this cigar chomp and appeal, well, appeal back. all the cops by the way are giving peter weller dirty looks as he runs through oh we don't like him that, at all because yeah, they know the, that he's prosecuting or he's defending a cop killer and he's poking around like this is a, a brotherhood of like dude come on don't don't fucking go poking around wrap yeah. it up get this guy get this minority in jail and let's be done He's got the lakes, the warrant though, the search yeah, warrant. Yeah, he's got the, the court, court order. order. And Richie April, right before he runs in, kind of smooth, sticks the key in there and uses like the the vice, vice grips, grips or, yeah. to break it off. And then as Peter Weller comes in, he's like, "Oh, that's weird. My key just broke in the lock, so I can't open it for you. But we'll be back on Monday because it's four. It's four fifty-five on Friday or whatever. Because uh-huh. the judge said it was four ten when he was leaving court because yeah. he asked for a recess. Yeah, he's like, you can and come, I, you can I come do, back in the in the, in the morning. You can come back on Monday, I think. No, he says in the morning. Oh, okay. well, it could be okay. Monday morning. It doesn't matter because he's not doing that. Yeah. Dude, I love this line when Peter Weller's leaving. He's like, hey, man, you guys, you cops, you're the best that money can buy. Yep. Sting. Burn. <laughs> got some aloe vera because you just got burnt. <laughs> <laughs> and so he comes back and breaks into the evidence room and gets caught and gets arrested or gets detained the way it's shot i thought it was going to be one of those like gotcha moments where the lights flick he looks over and it's sam elliott like what are you doing here dude yeah. you're but actually fixing. not in trouble but, but no it leads to a pretty awesome little sequence here for me the uh fox mullet oh and yeah some goofy looking dude who, when they first showed his face i was waiting for the <laughs> yeah dude this guy's is, is goofy horny for murder he's the dude from midnight madness he's fucking <laughs> the big the big dude uh barf, barf. <laughs> so literally he's talking shit to sam elliott and they cut to the guy and he's just like goofy la- goofy looking at him and i just yeah i was waiting for a <laughs> m is for murder <laughs> and richie april is there too yeah or- yeah, this, Richie. This whole scene, like, they just don't I give a fuck. I think I fucked fuck. you up with calling Jackie, mm-hmm. yeah. They just don't give a fuck at this oh, point. No. They're like, we're going to murder you right here. Well, now, think about this. If you are these guys and you have some heat on you for maybe being on the take, a dead uh, defense attorney in the precinct, or wherever you have him. like there, say, He's in the precinct. And one of the, the, the goofy guy even, because after, after, all right, so we'll get to the, 
this Russian roulette interrogation. There it is. Yep. Dude, he puts a bullet in the gun and then the revolver and spins it and then puts it up to Peter Weller's head, pulls the trigger, and R- Richie Aprile is like, what the fuck are you doing? A, a bit of voice of reason here. I thought he bit. was going to, I told her while we were watching it, I thought he was going to end up being like, hey, I heard the tape. Because he's oh, like, yeah, they do play he's on the take and he's not a great cop, but he's like, yo, you can't just be murdering people. Right. But that's not what happens because he gets blown the fuck away in about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. boy. So but- they play the tape because he finally gives up. He's like, I was, there's evidence on the tape on the ghetto blaster. And so they play it and you hear exactly what fucking happens. Yeah. And they're like, well, guess what? Takes the tape out torches it it doesn't go up right away i was like oh man like this that's just a real tape they didn't yeah. they didn't yep. lace it up he with does lace it light it on fire but it, unfortunately it never really gets to be used anyway even though he, they save it but like yeah that guy uh fox mullet leaves he tells big dude he's like hey, i'm gonna go pull the fire alarm as soon as the alarm starts you shoot this motherfucker yep. he's like wait what I don't want to shoot him. I don't have a clean gun. I don't have like a clean gun. when he says there's two hundred and forty five thousand of these service guns like yeah. in rotation. So they're all registered. Yeah. <laughs> it's not they like which you can just yours. flood the numbers. Like, yeah. yeah, they know which one they gave don't you. Worry. Dude. They're all the same model, so they have the same serial number. Yeah. That's right. how serial numbers <laughs> work. They make the same striations on the bullets. Yeah. Oh, good striations. Thank you. And he goes and, and he dials five 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 to make a fake. Phone I don't call. think he even dials no, no. all the numbers. Yeah, he like just five hits buttons. five a bunch of times because he's pretending <laughs> to make a phone call while he pulls the fire. Hey, alarm. babe, I'm on my way. And Clink. Sam Elliott comes in while the fire alarm's going off and everybody's leaving. And he's like, "Where's Peter Weller?" And he's like, "He's on the third floor interrogation room. Peace out, bitch." Yeah. And he leaves because he figures, "Hey, it's going to be too late." Last second, Sam Elliott kicks in this door. Doesn't take a moment to nope, just uh, shoot. Uh, see what's going on. Just blows this big goofy dude oh. and Richie April away. Yep. Bye bye. Dude, and I mean, it's like I don't know. I don't know if these bodies. Yeah. I don't know if these cops put plastic up on the walls to stop to like be able to clean up the blood from Probably. shooting Peter Weller, or if this was a thing for the production and they were like, we're gonna have fake blood all over the room, and we it's easier for us to clean it up because you can't see this clear plastic because a piece of the clear plastic falls. Oh. And I was like, is that supposed to be there? Or is that a, a little fuck peek up? behind the lens, man? Yeah. A peek behind the lens. I mean, it would make sense because they're going to blow this dude's brains out. They don't want to mop. Yeah, but is I feel like, like a, make a, that visual, though. Like, give me a drop cloth that I can see yeah. you setting up. Yeah. If you're going to do otherwise, it. They, like, otherwise, they dexter this room and we don't yeah. see it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But it was, it was, it was kind of funny because I was just like, oh, you done fucked up. Yeah. I made a little short in uh, college. And we had to, I wanted to, had a guy get shot and blood was supposed to be on the wall behind him. Uh-huh. And he was supposed to like hit the wall and slide down and leave a streak. But the place we were going to shoot it, we couldn't shoot it. So we ended up just shooting it in the hallway of the college. So we couldn't put fake blood on the wall, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, dude, this is a no budget thing, project for class, right? So we just took a bunch of pieces of like white paper and made a blood streak on it and put it behind him so that when we <laughs> shot it, he just went up against the wall and then just slid down. So it left a streak, but you could just see that it was white paper if we didn't have it framed just right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That's actually pretty smart, though. Seeing I mean, the know. sausage get made, dude. Just no Makes no budget sausage. filmmaking. People say no budget. They're talking about movies that cost thousands. Yeah. I say no budget. I'm like, no, no, no. Think of I spent uh, like twenty bucks. Was it Desperado? Is it known as a no budget yeah, movie? And seven thousand like bucks. Se- no, not Desperado. Seven million. Yeah. Sorry. El Mariachi, the first one was seven thousand. Yeah, but but I think Desperado is also known as a like a yeah. low to no budget, and that's seven million. Yeah. And which is nothing now, but at the time, seven million is a bunch of money. Yeah. 
So Peter Weller gets into this taxi and he's trying to get to court and these cops are chasing him. I love this taxi driver because he's like, hey, are those guys chasing Holy you? Holy shit, this fucking taxi driver. What love did I say this him. guy looked like? Um, he looked like a young Tom Sizemore kind of. No, 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 oh, no, She no, was no. saying he looked like, uh, uh, is it Alex Mack? What the fuck? The dad from, it's from Veronica, uh, Veronica Mars. Mars. The dad from Veronica Mars. Oh, he's also Elliot in, uh, I know exactly who he is. He's in Just Shoot Me. He's the photographer. Yes. Yeah, and she he's said it looked like in, him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Quest. He's one of the aliens in Quest. I don't Galaxy think, Quest. Yes. I you. don't think it was oh, him. We were but showing it, you. It could look like a baby him. It's not him. Yeah. It's, it's like if him and Andy Kaufman had a baby. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it might just be because it's a taxi driver. Thank you very much. Know, different kind of taxi driver. But um, <laughs> this, this taxi driver is like, wait, are they chasing you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, why? Well, because I have this evidence. I need to get to court and they don't want me to get there. And he's like, hey, I passed my citizenship yep. test. Uh-huh. You have the right to be in court. I will fucking get you to court. He's exercising Boom. that fucking <laughs> and right. I don't and know this if guy... this crane driver, so the cops are blocking off the courthouse. I don't okay. know if this crane driver sees it and is in on it or if he's helping the cops. I don't I don't think he was doing either. It took me a minute to figure it out because I'm like, oh, he, the, the taxi driver made a heroic drive, but you got thwarted. By this wrecking ball. Yeah. Oh no, it's picking you up and taking you over the cop barricade. He's in on it. No, but then, like the actor that's the he crane operator like he looks. Shocked. Yes, he okay. looks shocked. To me, we're, we're, I thought maybe he saw the chase happening and was just like this guy. He's like, man, fuck that. You can get to court. Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck the police. <laughs> but now we get to see Judge Red coming up because oh, yeah. they're over the barricade. They all pull their guns on him, and I don't know if you noticed, we get a very young. Uh, Holt McCollany. Yes. This this cat right here. Yes. Okay, I recognize that guy. The cop. So he's yeah he's the cop that's like ma'am we got like we we have business with him or whatever. Out here out there you might be the law but here on these steps I am the law. I am the law. <laughs> Judge fucking red. <laughs> and then she tells the bailiff arrest him if he doesn't Dude, put his I gun down. That. This bailiff. Ooh. She's on this it. Bailiff who's. A, a black woman. Oh, I thought she was Hispanic. I thought she was a black woman, but she she's holds, a, she's a either way, woman of color and yes. she's fucking color, fantastic. She holds the gun to this dude because he's not putting his gun down. Nope. And she's the judge, yeah, says if he doesn't put his gun away, feel free to shoot him. And this bailiff is like, go ahead, white bread, make my make day. Make my day. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> Get it, girl. So they do go to the the judge's quarters and she ends up telling him we can't admit this tape because this tape I is can't for nothing. Prove like Whitney asking from. Him. By by stealing it and doing all this, you have broken the the yeah. chain of possession. But it's funny because like, oh, will that come to anything? Turns out, no. Right. We thought yes. Turns out, no. But knowing that it exists and having heard it and knowing for a fact that his client is innocent, I think helped him make a better speech because he gives. They show a, qu- a quarter of the speech. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he gives all a right. good closing argument, and I think that's it's what some ends up convincing. Yeah. And then his his relationship with the DA. She hears it and knows for a fact that this guy is innocent. Uh-huh. And that's where that connection yeah. is making it sense. So like, if they didn't have their love reignited, I don't think I think she fucking tossed it. Reignited lawyers fuck <laughs> well, no. so good. She didn't toss it because the, the jury The judge. Right, but I'm it. saying well, the jury she, makes a decision though. She I mean. like botched her own because so she's like writing shit down and is like scribbling things out because she's redoing her um, she's reevaluating her stance I think yeah. oh, I thought, exactly doesn't the defense go last no the defense goes first the prosecutors go last oh, okay. I don't know because they have to do they have to prove um, a doubt reasonable doubt yeah. thank you but so they do the jury comes back 
and they say not guilty. And then one of my favorite lines from Peter Weller after all this work, he's like, hey, congratulations, Mike. See you See in, in jail. jail. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kisses the girl. It's a uh, stop breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> he kisses yeah, the so girl this is and where, I agree with you. Yeah, this is a mistrial now. It's one thing. To have a relationship with the DA, it's still it's still bad, yeah. but no one knows about it. Now, this is a not guilty, and you run by and mwah, you give her a little smoochers, you give yep. her a little smackerino and leave. My- if I'm this if I'm Judge Red, I'm like, whoa, 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 I am the law. This is a mistrial. Get the fuck out of my courtroom or or you get Sam Elliott Sam Elliott comes in here and kisses me now, it's fine. Yep. If not, there we go. Mistrial. What show is it where Julia Louis Dreyfus pretends she's a blind lawyer? Oh, oh my God, that's uh, uh, Arrested uh, Development. Arrested Development. Yeah, because Maggie Lizer, as in yeah. Maggie Lizer Assoff. Yeah. That got a laugh okay, once. Because you were talking about that, I was talking about this being a mistrial. I thought about that because he's supposed to be trying to be a lawyer and he's uh-huh. banging her and they're on opposite sides and it's. What's your name? She's Cherith. prosecuting his Cherith. dad. Cute story. Cherith. Cute story. That's <laughs> my name. Cherith. Cute story. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm a lawyer. I specialize in marine law. Uh, maritime law. Mar- maritime law. <laughs> You're a crook, Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. <laughs> Judge, won't you throw the book at the pirate? Anyway. If you ever want to be a guest on our show, email us at <laughs> badmoviesworstpeople.gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm trying to say, hey, be a special guest. You get to join uh, in and watch this She's trying to replace herself. <laughs> She's like, like, anybody want to take my spot? These two nerds sit across from each other and just sing musical bullshit. Oh, I'm definitely the person that if you can't handle someone saying one word and me breaking out into song and dance, we cannot be friends. Musical Tourette syndrome. Yes. It's real. Deal with it. The conclusion of this movie, which doesn't make any sense, but is fun anyway, is uh, NC and Fox Mullet. Here's the vet, though, or the Porsche. (laughs) So Sam Elliott busted this Porsche out of... Because guess what? It doesn't belong to anybody. It doesn't exist. According to all the paperwork, so holy fuck it. shit! Right, this motherfucker's co- this, this writer's covering his tracks. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to poke holes, and he's just putting his thumbs in them. It, but yeah, NC, <laughs> NC, and all Fox, or I guess what what did you say? Sweet and Low Man and, and low Fox Mullet <laughs> are going to the airport together because now they're friends or something. I yeah. don't know. That whole thing's ill defined, and they get in the Porsche. Uh, not they, but Elliot and Weller get in the Porsche, and Elliot's like, "You want to shoot or drive?" And he's like, holds um, up a gun and keys. <laughs> he's like, I'll ah. drive and shoot. <laughs> but he, but he, he goes for the gun at first. He yeah. does. And I'm like, oh, you're going to want Sam to be on that shooter. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll drive. See, oh, so you made a good Leading choice. into this movie, I, like I said, I bought it based on the cover alone. And I was like, okay, so straight lace cop, renegade cop, sure. team up. But that's not what it is. And then I was like, okay, so straight lace lawyer, renegade cop. Still not what it is. He's not straight lace. No, no. These are renegades of their own profession. Yeah. Yes, like they, they are. are ex-hippies that were like, well, the revolution's over, but we still love Abby Hoffman. And uh, yeah. We still need to make like, money. Yes. You got to make, <laughs> make money, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to live in a movie theater. This is, 80s, this is 80s America. Everybody can make money. Way. This is Reagan's America. You got, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> fuck Reagan. I'm glad he's dead. Uh, you got one guy who's a cop that lives in a movie theater, and you got a lawyer who drinks half and half an orange juice. <laughs> it couldn't, couldn't be weirder. <sighs> so they, they chase the plane. It's like a private plane, and these two guys are sitting on it like, ha, 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 like drinking <laughs> champagne and being rich little snooty That was bags. a bottle of Moe, by the we way. We have no troubles. Moe and Shandon <laughs> in her pretty cabinet. It's a delicious champagne. Um, I'm Moe. I'm Moe. <laughs> Drink me up, love. <laughs> 
So they, they chase this private plane down and they're they're chasing it down the tarmac and it starts to take off and then the next shot it's not on the gr- off the ground again yeah. whatever it's fine. Sam Elliott gets out of this Porsche, <laughs> the fucking Terminator, <laughs> jumps on this fucking wheel of this plane that's still spinning, and he shoots out the hydraulics as it takes off. I thought he was gonna like hitchhike. And yeah. like eventually work his way into the airplane. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I thought thinking. we were getting. Nope. No, no, no. Way crazier than that. Because yep. he rides this fucking wheel, shoots up into the plane, shoots out the hydraulics, shoots and takes out the engines. One like, engine. And these, and these pilots are like, hey, we have to go back and land. And this is where we get almost 9-11. Yeah. This fucking plane flies right It looks past so fucking awesome terrible, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's horrendous green screen. <laughs> I love it. But like, oh, you, know, you can love it all you want. We love oh, bad shit terrible. here, but it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it, but I, it is the one moment where I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. You it's know, a ugh moment for sure. Because even dude. in 1988, this didn't look good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen green screens. When was Ghostbusters? 84? Five eighty six. It looked better than this. It looked better than this, and they had a lot of green screen. Give me Slimer all day over this fucking little what? What do we call it? Seven <laughs> Eleven. Smaller nine eleven. If you didn't get that joke, let me mail it to you. But yeah, so he shoots everything out. The plane has to go back and land, and as it's on its way back, Sam Elliott jumps into the New York Harbor, which is probably disgusting. <laughs> Have you ever tried to swim in cowboy boots? <laughs> I haven't, but I imagine it's tough. The plane <laughs> lands. And just explodes. Because he put a grenade yeah. up there. Oh, okay. I missed that. And yeah, one there. of these yellow grenades. I also, because I, I don't know if he pulled the pin, but he'd have to to make it work. Yeah. And it was like a three minute grenade. Oh, this is one of those movie grenades. Yeah. It's a movie. He it, puts it, a it movie time. Until well, it's yellow, it. so yeah. it means it takes longer. It, oh, it's like, hey, slow down. Don't blow up right away. Even though yeah. it blew Yellow's up right caution. away when they were using <laughs> exactly. it to breach the doors. <laughs> it's a movie grenade. It's a movie grenade. Now, this is a this is like a Death Star 2 situation where like those two pilots didn't need to die. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, whatever. Well, you know what? That's a small price to pay to get fucking Fox Mullet. They were on the you know what pisses me off about this movie? We have a fucking great coming up scene, a shot of Sam Elliott soaking wet, getting out of the water, and 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 RoboCop Peter Weller helping him out of the water. Why don't we freeze frame right here? So this this is where because I was like... Because we had to close the fiancé bullshit. Yeah, exactly. This is where Ugh. I'm like, if we would have cut the fiancé thing, we could have cut time out of this movie. Because there's only like another two minutes. We could have had a minutes. freeze frame. But yeah, exactly. When he pulls him out of the water and he says, I love you, pal. You're definitely new to this planet. Or something along <laughs> yes. those lines. Oh, like, what does that mean? <laughs> we believe in reincarnation, but you're a new soul, you dumb dick? You just say you're a crazy alien. Yeah, man. yeah. But then, and that should have been the free... In my head, that movie ended right there because uh-huh. that's that 80s ending of like, oh, well, story's over. This is this is 48 hours this is like i mean it's buddy cop yeah you know not necessarily but both cops they, but you get what i'm saying i'm gonna say i didn't hate the way they did it though i mean it was they the way they finally ended it was okay but it cuts to this dinner scene and it's like oh yeah because we have to deal with well she's i lost the baby and this and that yeah it's well, very she convenient. says that the rabbit never like she's i don't know how she was the never rabbit pregnant never died That's she was never was pregnant thinking. yeah i don't know what that meant That's what I took. it comes I, down to she was never pregnant she says like i said it because i was t- i was, I, was I didn't want to lose, lose you, you. Oh, okay. so there was no baby ever i didn't ever. get that i was like is there a rabbit discussion i did earlier? cringe though cuz she said she like ding ding dings on the glass and she's like hey everybody i'm not pregnant anymore and i was like oh, like no no it's okay i don't want to talk about it then why did you bring it up at the family fucking right? supper and yeah, he's write a letter. He basically stands up. He's like, I have uh, this might be bad timing, but and then they cut away and it's him going through the the 
precinct as he was earlier. Same scene, basically, where he yep. walks past the jail. People are yelling at him. You hear the same name, Bosley, Bosley. Yeah. Like, it's the same name that was getting after in the A before. Yeah, these are the same two dudes. And these are holding cells. Those dudes would not be in those same holding cells. But it's only been 48 hours. Again. But um, he does have that briefcase, the uh, alligator skin briefcase oh, like a little attache that yeah. she gave him and he's like i don't think this will fly down in the thing and she's like oh it's from when you're financial or whatever but he still has it and someone's like i thought you had left us and blah 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 yeah well the one guy is like i thought you were moving to wall street and then the, the big dude is in there and the guy brings food and that's yeah, the it's end literally and he's, continuing and he's continuing his old life as he did before and he's happy uh-huh. but now he's happy because he's with susan and not gail the end Yay. Yay! All right. So, I mean, so, I fuck no ahead, freeze frame. I, I was just going to say recommendations immediately. Yeah, go for it. Oh. Um, no. I, I would Soft no, it. though. It's a soft no. Yeah. But I. it's not something that I'd be like, ooh, let's watch this. It's, oh, I I just watched this. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a recommend, and it's a little bit more than soft. It's It's tight enough. We could have made it tighter. Could have been tighter. I mean, dude, you get to look at Sam Elliott. Not enough. Oh, you get to look at Sam Elliott enough <laughs> enough to watch this movie for me. And I don't hate Peter Weller. I just think he's flat. He works in this fine. I like him more as RoboCop. But yeah, dude, what, 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 hour and a half, give or yeah, take? Hour 90, 40. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, for me, it's a strong recommend. I was when, when this movie was, while this movie was going, when that roller coaster launched off of that thing, I was that like, was I'm fun. so glad I bought the lamp this movie. Post. The lamppost, dude. With <laughs> yeah. Sam Elliott dangling off a lamppost with sparks of flying. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm glad I own this movie and I didn't rent it. Now I have to spend more money to buy it because I'm going to watch it again. For obviously, sure. Obviously not with her. Well, let me know. She's I mean, working. I'll come over. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's, if it's on, I'll sit and play on my phone. In. For sure. I, I had a ton of fun. I love Sam Elliott. I love Peter Weller. Fox Mullet was good. I was great. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I thought it was going to be fine. I didn't think it was going to be great. But. I mean, I recommend Midnight Madness over this. Oh yeah, you're kind of garbage. <laughs> oh yeah, you can. So we're good. We do have an opening for a new host, guys. Uh, bad movies, worse people. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Watch Midnight Midnight Madness. If you feel good about it, don't apply. <laughs> Hector Hector tried. He's like, I got like 10, 15 minutes in, and I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah, you shouldn't. We so told I, you not to, Hector. I went back Except and we looked at like reviews on. Uh, letterboxed and there was a bunch of people who loved it a bunch of people who hated it there was a lot of five star reviews but I think that's a lot of people who grew up with it no are they, in a, the are they middle, in a five though. star system or ten five okay but these people are like you know this is one of the funniest comedies of all time I love this movie da 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 but then the, the ones that are like half stars and stuff are like this movie is so angry and hates everyone which is kind of <laughs> what we were saying like why, why does this movie what problems does this movie have with fat people old people yeah. nerds gay people whatever like it had problems with everybody it hated everyone Uh huh. and I did. I think I said sent this to you, Jack. Oh, the best review of but Midnight Madness. This is Madness. the best review of Midnight Madness. It is three and a half stars. This person, uh, by the way, their username is Tim Cup, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> this person said the only place where Eddie Deason, Michael J. Fox, and Paul Rubens occupy the same physical space for a couple of minutes, thus ushering in the '80s as the prophecy foretold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the only. I think he just mentioned every good thing we talked about yeah. in that episode. Yeah, but I, I would recommend this movie. That was you, wasn't much it? Much more than that yeah. movie. It was me. I'm Tim Cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good username. 
Actually, mine would have been Tim Cup because I'm more of a Kevin Costner <laughs> exactly. fan. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking that also. Ooh. You got Tim Cop and Tim Cup. <laughs> so after this, we are moving into our Halloween special, which I think going forward will just be like more of a, like a Halloween horror fest. Slashers, horror horrors. But- for this year, because Treat Williams just passed away, and, and we, we all fucking, fucking love him. loved him. I oh just got God. to know him. Yeah, it's we really sad. <laughs> we all loved him in the Phantom, so I decided for this year we're gonna do a special called Trick or Treat Williams. And I'm here for it. It's all Treat Williams horror movies. He was definitely in four. There's five Mondays, so we're trying to figure out the last one. We might be watching a substitute. Yeah, there might be the substitute in there. We'll figure it out. But that's our next stuff coming up. I couldn't tell you what episode is next for sure. But I do know for sure it's Treat Williams, and it's going to be a treat. It will be a treat. Or terrible, and we're going to realize Treat Williams isn't that great. You bite your tongue. <laughs> you blasphemy, sir. We'll see. Yes, I do know Dead see. Heat's in there, which will have Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo, so Ooh. we'll just be right back to past episodes oh, there. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, don't forget, at Harbottle Brewing, mention this podcast, you will get a dollar off your pints. We're going to roll with that. Oh, Mal- yeah. Every pint, a dollar off. Oh, yeah. Come drink and eat pizza. Yeah, it's delicious. Both of those things. You Ooh, can get drink a pizza. You can eat pizza. Get a so, pickle pizza. Ew. I know you wouldn't like Calm it. The down. base is ranch. It's, it's Calm wonderful. down now. <laughs> Don't forget to check out Evasion on SoundCloud and Spotify and everything else. Follow those guys. Give them money. They're great. Follow us on all of our social medias. Make your friends follow us. We are now on TikTok, so follow us there. It's BMWP Podcast, which is the same as our Twitter. Everywhere else, it's Bad Movies, Worst People because they allow longer names. And if you go to badmoviesworstpeople.com, click the big blue t-shirt, you can buy some shirts. I have new designs available finally. Woo, we're excited for these. Yeah, we have one drawn by Sasha, who's a friend of the show, and another one drawn by Ronnie. Who's her mother. And they're both awesome shirts, so go check those out. Okay, a couple wait. different versions, too. I have one where like the picture's on the front, and I have one where the picture's on the back, and then it has like a little pocket front image that just says the logo. Oh, I like that. It's pretty so cool. do I. You know I like pockets. There's no pocket. It's just the Ugh. image, the oh pocket image. Oh, my God. They might have pocket shirts. I don't know. You know what? We're going we're gonna to get one just for you where it's like multiple pockets on there and different logos on it's each pocket. just a shirt made of pockets that are sewed together. <gasps> I'm going to start just ripping oh. pockets off people's shirts and sewing them to mine. <laughs> I'd let's do this. The pocket collector. <laughs> So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Come back next week for some Treat Williams. Also, freaking email us what you want to hear. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, email. Bad don't, movies, don't worst people at gmail.com. Stop telling me what you want to see in, in person because everybody who does that doesn't actually listen to the show, and I don't care. I know you don't listen because you haven't emailed us. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's it for this week. I have been Derek. I'm still Whitney. I'm Jack. Don't forget, happiness is the fleeting hope of youth. Absolutely. Good night. Go fuck yourself. Are you? Are you going to get the same Elliot? You, you should. They should just take, I? They Whatever. Take, they take what they what, cut off. <laughs> Whatever they cut, they put over your mouth. <laughs> I got six inches cut and replaced right above my lip. <laughs> smells Who like Sam Elliott. <laughs> Ooh, what, do you think, what do you think Sam Elliott smells like just on a Tobacco given day? Um, yeah, leather. Cedar.
yeah. tobacco. Motorcycle grease. 